0: Oh, flipped me there. Evening, guys <laughs> and gals. <laughs> uh, welcome along to uh, a special episode, a rewind episode that we've decided to do because of the break. Uh, we're going to go into season 2011-2012. It was uh, Lennon's first league title as manager, and it was the first to uh, setting nine in a row. Um, but we'll, we'll get into it just shortly, but I'm going to pass you over to Stephen there. Oh, well, in fact... First of all, how are you getting on? <laughs>
1: all good, man. All good. Looking forward to getting down a wee bit of memory lane, talking about some players and brings a wee bit of joy to the face, like the wind. So looking forward to
0: getting it cracked in. Like... Franny, yourself?
2: Ah, uh, wee, bit, wee bit tired, mate, running a bit daft, trying to get things sorted for Sunday for work, but uh, looking forward to this.
0: Especially when you leave your laptop in the van and forget, eh? Uh, Monty's had so... you already, right? <laughs> 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 Aye. 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 Monty, you try and do this. That's why we all drink. You can <laughs> slag me all you want. You sit and do this, then come back to me. <laughs> before we started doing
2: this podcast. <laughs> aye,
0: I know. That's very <laughs> true. Very true. But aye, listen, Stephen, go into the, the Beer 52 stuff before we get it underway.
1: Well, as you know, the good stuff, as we like mm. to call it, Beer 52, our show sponsors have kindly said that another package to the endless health headquarters away over here in Ireland, even though most of us <laughs> are in Scotland, but I'll take it. And inside this package of amazement, I mean, to be fair, you get a wee leaflet telling you what beers you get. So that's good. It's, I mean, it's all different. You get eight different kinds from all across the world. I'll bring in a few. And I got slag last time for trying to pronounce them, but I'll try it. So this is... Kolsch. I think that's German. Kolsch. I would just say Kolsch, yeah. I wouldn't uh, would pronounce thing any thing on. there, I there's any one there. And then... sorry, Aries like to put things with another. <laughs> and then there's... Two tribes, campfire, again, all these lovely beers. We're going through the, the sweets.
0: Jerry <laughs> Silliman goes to Hollywood.
1: <laughs> pizza pizza of bites. Pizza Ray Bites from all of your beer. Know, snack, go. If you're looking some roasted beans, they're here too. It's okay. a very few beans in my Get...
0: oh, Tell me you've got I mean, a magazine got
1: a though, You are a bean. And then, <laughs> look at this, to go with a show nice green beer your Look at that. Look at that. Again putting the accent on for it. I think it's true It's an American pale ale, so all these beers are from out the world. And you're right, Franny. The wee magazine. We'll flip it open. There's all these different things here. Like it's incredible. It Tell you all about the beers, where they're from, who makes them. Look at this we guy. Proper happy with his beer. That's the that's the, the Clubland beer. So we're, we're all singing, we're all dancing here at the FS House podcast. And if you are interested in it. All you need to do, end the salts, for us, no end the Celts, beer 52 for us that Celts, claim your free case of beer, cover the postings after that, subscription basis but again you can cancel at any time so sit with us, I think I'm going to do that, crack open a wee beer boys, back over to you Ross Cheers Stephen I've got a wee beer
0: myself, cheers, man, man. Not, one of not one that we're advertising I have to say but <laughs> one nonetheless, <laughs> cheers mate um, I will get right into the season 2011-2012 um, So, am going to start off Just because it's a wee bit ironic uh, That we're in Australia right now with Ange uh, I'm not going to touch on the Sydney game Because Stephen's planning to do a sort of one podcast Put together of the two games uh, Once, I think the Everton game's Sunday So once that's, that's by, right. we, he'll, he'll get on that But we started off that season we a tour uh, in Australia as well, uh, and we started off. We played. Um, I don't know if you remember, probably not. <laughs> uh, Central Coast Mariners. We played in the first game, and we lost one nil. Unmitigated disaster, absolutely embarrassing, or so everybody would have you believe after the <laughs> Sydney game. Um, then we went and played Perth Glory, and we won two nil. Right, like, even everybody in, in the comments, by the way. I we went one uh, won 2-0 and they against Perth Glory and then we played Melbourne victory in the third and final game and we won one 0 Um I don't suppose any's remember that or were at any of the games. <laughs> what that does show you, and
1: I was at all three, I'm an avid Australian traveller in the time, I'm only really joking. But what that does show you <laughs> The, the the actual the the pool that Celtic had as well even and we talking about past the going to Australia even back then we were doing tours of the legs of America, legs of Australia and things like that so, the gravitas of the football football club was, well in in that front and you, you touched upon some of the games, some of the players who scored in them games Cooper Mulgrew in the Perth Dory game, Brown as well so some fantastic players and again kick starting a wonderful season
0: all in all anyway mm-hmm, definitely um and I mean it. Ange, I, I dare say, Ange, probably would have watched their games because I th- well, I think he would have been in Australia at the time. He probably fell in love for them, and it's just it just went for there. But uh, we'll just move on for that. It was a couple of friendlies. We played on a few other friendlies, but nothing major. Uh, but we'll just start off after that going into our sort of summer transfer activity. Uh, and we brought in on the first day of July. We brought in Kelvin Wilson on a free. Then eh, Adam Matthews and Dylan McGee came in on the, the same day, all freeze big spending. <laughs> the 9th of July, eh, we brought in a certain Victor Wanyama yama for a snap at £900,000. And then on the 17th of August, we brought in Fraser Forster back on loan. Eh, I think he'd spent a loan season the, the, the season before, and that was us got him back a wee bit further in, nearer the end of the window, we brought in the infamous Bangura for 2.2 $2 million. <laughs> the, the biggest spend, the biggest outlay on one player in that window. I mean, he, he wasn't great. Uh, and then we had uh, a guy who, I have to admit, I'm struggling to remember this guy. El Kaduri. Did he not score against Razors? I scored against Raiders. I think he did. I yeah, think, I, I, he did, yeah. but uh, I I can't picture him. I've no like googled him or that, but I can't off the top of my head I can't picture him.
2: can uh, I just on that goal reel. I don't think you've played a lot like to be
0: fair. I'm not really can of because I just mm. cannot hanky him <laughs> at all. And I've obviously <laughs> went a bit into this season and he's didn't come up much like <laughs> I, think, but, I uh, think he
1: featured I think he featured like sporadically. I think he was brought in to kinda of take over from Miziguri
0: and he got that injury and then when he came back he was popped away again. I, so yeah. That's why it probably it's a bit like. That uh, Well, I was going to come on to the Zagiri injury a bit later, just briefly, but I didn't realise, that's quite good knowledge, Stephen, I didn't realise that he was brought in because of that, but it make it does make sense. Uh, and the last guy that we brought in, it wasn't actually in the summer, but I, I think the, January, the summer and January windows were in at that point. Yeah. So so this guy, I think this guy had a he had a trial and he played his first match in a year. where development squad. And they must have just took him on after that. Gave him a deal. It was Andre Blackman. Remember him? Oh, oh yeah. You've
2: seen off of at United or something. I think he was. It
1: was
0: isn't right? it really? He had he he had trials with all sorts. Club. Did you
1: ever hear the story of Slaney and Andre Blackman? Nah. No, Apparently he used to love fighting. This guy in the, the training ground and Paul's, Paul's name was slumbering to him and your man Blackness started chasing him around <laughs> 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 but That sounds a bit well, right. Uh-huh. He was full of ego and stuff. And, but yeah, you're, you're right, Fanny. He came from kind of a highly rated system coming from England, played for Wimbledon and stuff like that. So yeah, he's, he seemed a good player, but he didn't work
0: out now. Ah, I, did. Like a, I mean, a lot of the guys that we've named there in that window didn't really work out. But um. Uh in that window where the total summer spend of 3.1 million wow. and like we said there with hindsight well, there was some good some bad and some really bad I have mm-hmm. to say I, I was a I was a big fan of Kelvin Wilson in his short time mm-hmm. what What was your thoughts on him Stephen
1: I thought Kelvin Wilson was it, it took him a while to settle I, I really think he only came into his own towards the latter part of that season and then get into the next season when he eventually left but I thought he was he played well, he was quick, he was strong, over six foot. He he kind of blended well, whether it was with his or Louvins or Rogney, whoever came in, he was good alongside him. It was a bit like what we have now with um Carter Vickers in that, in that kind of sense. It was Carter Vickers plus one. Always thought when Kevin Wilson played his best, he was probably our best center back, obviously, until you bring in the likes of uh Van Dyke and that. But yeah, I thought he was a good player.
0: I, I, I mean, I have to agree with that. I, as I say, I was a fan of him. It was a short. He didn't stay that long. But was it homesick? It was put down to that he yeah, was back. Homesick, yeah. oh. I think it was. But um I I, I thought he performed well. I was disappointing to see him go. But uh, I mean, at heart a uh, heart. Alistair has said there <laughs> in the comments. He's got the heart of a mouse. He had the heart of a mouth. I get where he's coming through with that. He wasn't hardy, but he, oh, he was sad, a good. Man. He was a good ball playing centre half, and at that yeah. time they weren't really sought after but he was he was probably slightly ahead of his time in that sense, eh, being a ball-playing centre-half. But, eh, Franny, I mean, me and you had a season ticket. I can't mind. I think we had it for about six years, but we pretty much attended every single game in that season and mm-hmm. probably for a, a five- or six-year period. Eh, but, I mean, big Vic for me, big Man Yama. <laughs> the signings. He was probably the pick of the bunch, not only because he he's what we paid for him, but just what he gave us. Eh, just talk about him for a, a wee bit and what you thought of him.
2: I suppose when you bring in a, an unknown guy for, I think it was around nine hundred thousand or something, we got him for. It's, you don't expect much, and the guy was just the first couple of games played really good. Like he, he showed that, like he showed signs of, oh, this could be a really good player. But then a wee bit, he's like seen this before, like a Van Snow and things like that. We've had players that maybe oh. looked good after the first couple of games and then maybe the sort of the adrenaline if you like kicks in but it just it looked for what was it was in nineteen when we bought him a hank. I think he was nineteen year old or something. He was a young lad anyway and he just like they absolutely bullied everybody. Just built the head. He was good on the ball, athletic, just a proper I wouldn't say he was a six, but he was kind of in between a six and an eight, if that makes sense. <coughs> like he could get up and down the park, but he just he absolutely just lost so many games. And you see, he goes on to, goes down to Southampton uh-huh. in years to come and then moves on to Tottenham. And now he finds himself over in America, he's in now, I think. Yeah. So the guy went on to have a really, really good career. It was a really, what a find for Lennon or whoever it was that brought him in. But I really, really impressed with him that season and the season's fallen.
0: Aye, I I think you could probably put that fine down to a certain Mister John Park. Maybe he uh, was the, the guy that yeah. was getting all the guys in at the time. Van Dyke, wanyamas guys like that. Um, but I mean, we've talked about the good there, Stephen. There was a lot of bad out of that bunch. <laughs> who who was who would you say, in your opinion, was the biggest disaster in that window? In the summer window, or are we talking about? Aye, that 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 last day, that summer window, I've just sort of rained off there. Well, it has to be up,
1: up for grabs with Bangura and El Khadiri, like doesn't it? I mean, <laughs> Bangura came from a recommendation from Larson. I really, I really hope that there was a mistranslation somewhere because God, if Larson man. ever goes into the career of scouting, still away not <laughs> that. But I thought like Bangura, the only the thing I remember most about Bangura is when he got his card done with postage stamps. So all the people put the. The, the all the oh, other great, things yeah. around his car that did the prank on him that that's probably Aye. his best highlight. I, I know he came on a few <laughs> times and uh he, he showed some pace in that, but I mean, who could you compare him to? Probably who's that player he went to? Me, no, no, <laughs> and it what was garbage. Like, oh, I wasn't he
0: good What He called the <laughs> player
1: who he, he went to Watford, he left us, went, went overseas, and went to Watford. But bio, oh, bio, oh, bio, bio, bio. I, uh, bio. Yeah, bio. <laughs> A bit like bio in that sense where they have <laughs> the profile and physicality and it looked like they can probably do a job for us, but just come in and flapped and then El Khaduri again, although it was alone coming in from um Kyiv, Kiev international player, you're expecting more, but didn't really deliver and I thought he was hopeless to be honest. And you look you look at that transfer window, you say a net spend of three point two million. That's a trend that continues throughout League's history in the transfer windows We need to get away from that. It's shocking that a, a club of our stature <laughs> Can go for a summer transfer and then only spend three point two million. It's actually quite embarrassing. bar, say
0: like that, <laughs> like, I but I mean, unfairness. fairness, they, they they spent the well when Postacoglu came in. They, they've they've spent a lot more than three point one million. You would say over the piece, hmm. they've they've invested quite well recently. But aye, I mean that is not a big outlay when you. are I think before that season kicked off. I don't think they'd win the league title for four years. It's not mm. a big outlay when you're trying to get a league title, but you I are mean, playing against a, a strong Rangers, who were, obviously we'll touch on it later, who weren't they far away for their imminent death. But um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Touching on the, the outs, Lennon, obviously, it was his first full season in charge. Um, he had a, a good bit of a clear out. I think 26 players he got rid of. Uh, either released or sold uh, loaned out Uh, there was 26 players for the 1st of July to the 1st of December I'll no name them all (laughs) what's the point, some of (laughs) them you probably know in would but the the main sort of or the the higher profile if you like uh, weirdly I'm going to start with Paul McGowan because he wasn't a high profile but he was was a first team player under Tony Mowbray but um, there was Paul McGowan a free Freddie Jungberg, free Andreas Hinkle, who you would probably say was only released more because he was about at the done stage. Uh-huh. Um, Ben Hutchinson, mind oh, yes, no. a striker, a striker, got him, got him borough, absolute garbage. A <laughs> Niall McGinn, he got loaned Oof. out, he, he, was, he was not bad, he, right. was, he was I'm okay. Just, I can he just was,
2: remember being a, a... After Boric and after Boric, then I mean, Nicola were in the sort of a line waiting to get your picture taken with with, uh, with Boric, and there was just this lassie behind us. Uh, cause it was obviously the season before when he broke in. She was going All right, Niall on the phone that, and it, she kept on saying Nial, Niall, Niall, Niall. Nial McGinn It was like, Nicola. Just was like, I oh, keen you're now you're meeting up with Niall McGinn Just shut up. Yeah, eh. yeah. Nah, <laughs> like, fuck off. Okay. get that name. You dropped there.
1: I think he had about three games by this point or something.
0: Uh, hey, not really, really big man. He, he was decent, like, wasn't he? Uh, I mean, he, was, you, he was. all right. Said I he was just hate, quick and understand. quick interacting. that was really I it. I think he, that, that he came in around about the same time as um, Paddy McCourt who by the way didn't he have a, like an amazing run of games constantly in the team but I always felt that McGinn, eh, McGinn was always a wee bit in his shadow. Even though, yeah. because they, they were both Northern Irish, they were both what you perceived to be tricky. Paddy McCourt was a far more trickier player. If Paddy McCourt was fit and stayed aye. fit, he would have been aye. incredible. Aye. Mm-hmm. Oh aye, absolutely. He was Easily. An out- outstanding footballer, but just, just mental. Love the cigarettes. cigarettes a fuck. And... I think so, I
2: think <laughs> <it was laughs> <laughs> Love the and though, by the I way, say. that
0: that that takes me on quite fittingly to the next player that we loaned out, Efran Juarez. Oh, had we had so him for about two minutes. I know so he, really he was amazing. He had an amazing World Cup with Mexico. Came He's to Celtic for about
2: 4 or something
0: as well. Ah, aye, mm-hmm. he, and he started off first couple of games. He done quite well. You were player here, and then I think they went they went on like a pre-season tour or something. And you never seen him again. <laughs> hey, I
3: love
0: his but... boots. I thought his boots were class. Oh, I can't even make these boots. What, like I, the orange teeth? And then the fucking
1: he, he see for the, I remember watching the World Cup, and I remember around about that time he was linked to us, and I thought it was a joke. Like you're never going to get a player coming from Mexico. I had to like
2: have a ridiculous
1: little copy. Ah, he, he was brilliant. And he, he came to us and just went
0: like a Carlos Pena for Rangers. Just went up the shoot and that uh, was him. Something happened on a, a uh, I can't uh, remember, I don't know if somebody will remember in the comments, maybe remind us, something happened in one of these pre-season tours or they went away somewhere, he was up to no good, something uh, like it. Uh, <laughs> I can't remember <laughs> exactly, but I'm sure somebody in the comments will remind us, if you know, fire in, but uh, aye, he was low like... uh, he, oh he okay, get another. I knew he was in the comments <laughs> so I was talking to him directly <laughs> 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 uh, Darno Day got loaned out uh, Daryl Murphy We sold Sean Maloney uh, To Wigan for 850 grand okay. All sorts of mischief Massified See, enough. he's like me He thinks he can where it was But he doesn't actually what, he say it out loud <laughs> There's no commitment There's no commitment <laughs> oh, um, aye, Sean Maloney Salty Wagon For 850 grand Hoyveld uh, Got loaned out Mindy him mm. mm-hmm. oh, so I like him Murder like man You liked him I liked him yeah. Did you Wow well, yeah. But then you like uh, all, uh, Every player in Scottish football <laughs> Only kill <laughs> Got off Ross I <good> <laughs> 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 uh, and the last one we, we loaned out that was sort of high profile was uh, Morten Rasmussen. Oh, the mm-hmm. a only good, a good thing about him is his song. Ra, ra, Rasmussen. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah,
1: a, aye. See, in the, see in the Danish leagues and all, he could score for days. Like He was a
0: born mm-hmm. goal scorer, but does he game that a I don't know. Yeah. It, it, Celtic went through a long period where it must have been after Larson try to replace mm. him try to replace him they brought mm. in Rasmussen Puke Bangura Fortuny um, as well man Fortuny, um, all guys like that it just didn't work out they mm-hmm. they, they tried and tri- they probably didn't spend as much in one signing as what they should have they were going for these two and three million guys and it just didn't happen like <laughs> Rasmussen Um he did know I, probably King no? <clears> though <throat> Aye, that was a no, season. but I'm saying the partnership
1: season. was developing there. You could you mm. could
0: see it, and then he just kind of went bump again out the door. <laughs> Aye, <laughs> I know, but I mean that's that is pretty much a who's who shite right there, Franny. Aye. Aye. Yeah, a who's who's yeah, pretty much, About, bar maybe what, Maloney.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: There's nothing. There's nothing great. I mean, no wonder they were trying to get rid of that lot. Eh?
2: Uh, I suppose it kind of, it, it clears clears the wage bill and stuff and maybe frees up some money to bring in the big names that we brought in and stuff but uh, it, was, it was obviously guys that were no longer plans any old Lennon and things and obviously the loan deals, like guys like Adates, maybe just try to get game time in them and things like that so it's it's generally what happened. obviously Lennon had came in for games pre- in the previous season are sort of a temporary basis at the time, then obviously gets made permanent. Kind of what a manager does; it they sort of has a big turnaround. I think if you look, mm-hmm. most managers are first proper window; they will have a decent turnaround because, and most managers there's a reason why that guy's in charge now, and it's predominant. A lot of the times it'll be down to the current players that are there that weren't performing for the previous manager, so probably I'll be sitting and saying, I don't know if I can trust any of these guys. I need to get guys in that I can trust and things like that. So it's not; it's maybe not ideal when you're going to try and win a league and stuff, but it's it's kind of the norm, and it's sort of a big turnaround anyway, it's, especially players on, going out the way where you can you use, use a, lot, a lot of players when a new manager's in the door.
0: Uh, um, uh, well, I mean, you, you've sort of hit the nail on the head there because I think at the the, the season you're talking about when he came in uh, and he saw us out to the end of the season, I think, I don't know if it was in the stadium or just an interview, but he was on record basically saying that some of these guys have not done it and mm-hmm. they're no good I think they'd, they'd lost. I think he, he'd went on. He hadn't lost a game in the league, I don't think, but then they lost to Ross County in the Cup. Yeah. The, ah, and uh, oh, he, I think, yeah. he was like, Aye, some of these guys are no going to sort of cut it. i was
1: just paraphrasing.
0: but If you take Neil Allen the first time, he acted on his
1: gut instinct a lot, which I thought was good. And then you get him again in the second time, he kind of lost that kind of spark and a bit of... Do you know yeah. what I mean? He, he had that all the first time round. He was young, he was fresh, he wasn't afraid to make the, the hard choices, but then it changed over time. But he he, he can't really deny it. He, he took us from Mowbray and turned us around. Like, Mowbray mm-hmm. nearly destroyed us as a club in terms of what, what
0: we could do on the pits. So bad. That, so that season, night... That. I, I mean, that night... Uh, um, when we lost 4 now at St. Mm. I, I I never seen that get... I never watched
2: the game I'm sure
0: live. We were at the Cortinos, uh, and again it's coming through and so folk are saying it's fucking one now it's doing and you're like what oh man it was so bad. I, I was glad I wasn't watching it but I, I was more glad when he was let go. I don't I think it was maybe the next day but oh no, a fourth time. Mowbray brought in mm-hmm. the huddle and stuff like that but it just never worked out for him as a manager, Uh-oh. and his favourite his favourite line was, uh, "Oh, just take it in the chin and move on." Take it the chin. <laughs> no, no, Tony, can he take it in the chin? <laughs> say something about this, we're garbage. Yeah, but, I hear um, that line. Fucking hear uh, it. Aye, just take, like, just take it like the chin. What are you talking about? Like you need to fucking the say chin something. Uh, well, I mean, I know it's like people's appearance when they're not here to defend ourselves. That's out of order. <laughs> he,
1: would, he, would
0: just say, he would just say He takes on the ten, And he moves on So <laughs> <laughs> aye, 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 I like it Stephen But <laughs> uh, Aye So that was That was us we, The the window was done eh, And we've, we've sort of We've bolstered the squad eh, And we're going into The Sion game eh, The qualifier For the Europa League We've bolstered Before the Sion game The players that we'd got in Were uh, Wilson, Matthews, McGeoch, which no really I've not. he was not got to be a first team player, we got him for Rangers. Uh, Wanyama and Forster batting goals. So the, the squad's bolstered, are feeling pretty positive, you would have to say. Uh, but then we, we go and draw 0-0 at home against Sion in the first leg. It's not the best start, Stephen, is it?
1: I mean, Sion... Were a bit of an unknown quantity in European football I think they in a bit of money didn't I? around about that time they were spending big in think, the, the Swiss League and, and that type of stuff and the year before when we got done out by Utrecht you're kind of expecting a, a better state of performance and nil no Eats, damp squib or damp squid damp squib damp squib squib squib, and, squib, and, eh? uh, squib. Yeah. oh, oh <laughs> there you go got it right the first time but it's one of the things <laughs> Lenny after the, the pre-season the, the Australian Tour and we played the League of Ireland X as well we won 5-0 um we get into this game, we're kind of high, you're, you're hoping for a good result, and it's been like, it's just been one of these things that they like, haven't really dealt with. Well, I know we've qualified a few times for that system, but you, you look at the likes of uh, Clues, for example, you, you go like the Maribor, and then you go to Sion. I know we're getting, going to go into right. what happened and stuff, but he, that performance really wasn't great, and the, the fans paid their hard-earned money to go watch us beat a team like Sion. It's no disrespect. I, we should be beating no. a team like that from the Swiss League. They're not, they're not Basel or Young Boys or them types of clubs are unknown and the yeah, fact that we go in, maybe not being complacent in your own mind but as a supporter you're thinking we, we should win quite easily and to get a 0-8 in the European game at Park against that calibre opposition it wasn't great like
0: No I mean excuse me I would have to agree with that like it, it is early the players are just coming in they're just getting bedded and it's always difficult we've, we've said that about Ange would say about most managers you're you're just trying to get the team the way you want it to be they games come probably too early in the season but like you say it's see on there are no any great shakes or you, you wouldn't think they were you would expect us, at the very least to get a home win we didn't do that it was disappointing we then go over there for an it's we've drawn 0-0 it's still all to play for eh uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the away leg. that lasts that that sort of hope lasts sixty seconds. Uh, Maestrovich um, gets gives away a penalty and gets sent off, and they uh, it's a superb start and it's it's pretty much a disaster again.
2: I can't even what's the, the game if I'm honest with us. But is that not the game where did they know field an illegible player or something? Back, I will
0: come it. to that. Aye. Uh, <laughs> all right, but I well, <laughs> they take, take the pressure off you. They take pressure off you. My story, right, I don't know if you know in team, but my story, gives away a penalty in the mm-hmm. first 60 seconds. Right, you're thinking that for every I don't know for every one good away result the Celtics had in Europe, there's been 10 fucking mm-hmm. terrible ones, and this was another one of eh? performances where it was. It wasn't it absolutely horrific? But it was very indifferent, it was defensively inept. I, I I went for the cheers, Egyptian King. I went for the the season's top Franny's Is I'm not sure what year that is, Frannies, but 91 92. I'll be a wee bit older, like wee bit older.
2: I looked for aye. that one, but what is one it is more? it?
0: Is it no, the people's one? Ah, uh, it's the people's one. Aye, oh,
2: yeah,
0: it'll be a, it's the people's one. Does it know about that? No, maybe a wee bit earlier than that. It's Jerry, for anyone, anyway. Aye. Gain that much, but um, I we've gave away apparently. Uh, I don't know if you mind much, Stephen. Well, I mean, the game
1: itself is obviously famous because of what Franny said. The ineligible inad- player, whatever it was, it happened as again years later with Lega mm-hmm. Warsaw as well. In that instance, but yeah, the European away form for us is shambolic, nothing short of shambolic. We're just mm-hmm. again, is it a mindset thing? I was asking Anthony and, and the people who are on that one, the Champions League rewind previously. Is it a mindset issue because it seems to be anytime we go away from home, you're looking at it. We, I mean, my grandma who's in the comments, we always look at each other and go, You can write the script here. First 10 minutes would be a goal <sighs> down, and it's even worse. Yeah, with uh, yeah, with, with, when it's in revert, like the first three minutes, I get a goal. We're chasing the game, games, game ends up pretty easy for Sean if we're honest. Mm-hmm. They take us apart on numerous occasions to get their free goals, job done, and then the hammer blow to them, Ross, isn't
0: it? Aye. But I mean, you're talking about there. You can you can see the way it's going to go. Celtic have down the years with so many of these similar types of away performances where they concede like three goals, and I know Celtic conceded three goals at Leipzig this season, and they did they didn't play that well that night. But even in that game, it, it wasn't for me similar to games like that. See on one where you could just feel. Like, they were all over the place kind of thing. It was a, a lot more control to eh, the way Celtic played this year, and that's that's why I'm a bit more positive this year off the back of games like this. Eh, I mean, we we, st- we go down one early doors with, to the penalty. We're down to 10 men. It's difficult, but we stay in the game. Credit to them. To 62 minutes, and then see on. They, they, get, a, they get another goal. It's a free kick, an indirect free kick. And they obviously play it short. We just didn't react to it. And then I kind of mind to it as it gets out. Then the boy gets the deflection and he's a brilliant finish Uh, into the bottom corner. Foster's absolutely no chance with it. And then a wee bit later, we get a free kick. Charlotte McGrew scores it. And you think, "Mm, slight chance, it's still difficult. You know what I mean? You need Mm. two goals still, 12 minutes to go. But then. <laughs> just what we're talking about. You, you think right? Well, you've gave yourself a chance. Try, try and put them under pressure, and then key gets robbed in his own half. Like, yep. no pressure. Well, I say no pressure. He got robbed, uh. but it's like it. It was no difficult. Just find your keeper. Make a decision. He gets robbed, and wait about eight, eight or nine minutes. to go. We're, we've just sort of got back into the game. Three minutes later, the game's away again. It's it's just yeah. Celtic all over the black And it's really, really annoying But <laughs> uh, aye, like you said Wait They they get beat 3-1 They're out, but then The lifeline, I mean I think everybody knows we, Sion fielded uh, eligible players uh, They get excluded from the competition Celtic were awarded 2-3-0 wins uh, And they took a place In the group stage uh, Franny Slight embarrassment, but we'll
2: take it all day long. Eh, uh, it's one of the ones where it, it is slight embarrassment, but uh, you do take it all day long. And in a way, it's no really Celtic's fault, they were, I will, were beat on the night, but they obviously they broke the rules. And it's like, i have obviously got these rules that that is the punishment you'll get chucked out the competition. And obviously, Celtic stay in it, like. They can't have few, three teams in it essentially cause the competition is essentially not like knock for us, so it was uh, it was a wee bit of uh, embarrassment, embarrassing considering, considering the scoreline over the two legs and things and the performances over the two legs. And you're like, how the hell are we still in this competition? But uh, it was, it was, uh, it wasn't nice. It was, it was a weird one, it was a weird way uh, to pilot. So let's say
0: that, it uh, definitely was. but like you say, it is, there's a, a tinge of embarrassment to it, but they have to put them out because they've broke mm. the rules and it just brings the whole competition into disrepute. Aye. Or disrepute, sorry. Um, but it's not the way you want to do it, you want to win mm. the game. But they they get that lifeline and, Stephen, they, they sub- subsequently go into the draw uh, and we end up with a really quite a, quite a good group. Um, Atletico Madrid, who were the eventual winners, which Phil said, the Sion German was told in advance by AFA not to play these players due to them being signed under an embargo. He just said, nah. <laughs> by the way, he's got some memory, by the way. I mean, I, I knew that it was, they were fielded ineligible players, didn't he? Know all that he's got like 12 that, that, screens is... up. <laughs> this, is, this is no nostalgia. You're putting me under pressure. <laughs> <laughs> this is raw nostalgia. Feeling, I think it it's just Google, man. Uh, Google. He is like, eh? But, um, aye, so the draw for the Europa League, we end up with Atletico Madrid, eh, the eventual winners, the Italian side, Udinese and Rennes eh, It's, uh, it's a quite, quite a good draw in terms of like household names, eh? For, for certainly for this the secondary European competition. Um but we we began the campaign with a two 0 defeat uh, in Madrid and then a one one home draw with Udinese and one one in France but which, if memory serves me right, we probably should have won. Where have we heard that before Stephen? <laughs> well <laughs> one of the away games where you're you're regretting and it comes to fruition later in the, the campaign obviously that we don't qualify but um, I mean that's the first three games it's two points three games two away games a marked improvement on the, the on debacle you would have to say mm. obviously the team's bedding in a bit more for me I, th- I think that's a, a, a decent return in the first three games would you agree with that Steve? I mean, to go back to what you said about the
1: the whole Sion thing and, and embarrassment, uh, for me it is an embarrassment because we've used beating a team like Sion and they kind of get a hammy down and get that free on a default. doesn't sit well for, sit with well me. I know we'll have to take it because it's in the rules of UEFA or FIFA or whoever's doing it. So yeah, you're in the group stage and you, you take what's given to you. we get got a Flatico, Udinese and Rennes and some household names. in Unnazy. Dean Natalia, What a player he was. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable player. And then you had the Falcao in his prime at Atletico uh, Madrid. and going, going there for the first game, and you made a great point. Lennon had more time with the team. It was more settled. Obviously, getting to know his system. People say it's like chaos and he doesn't have one. But I'm pretty sure he did go in there. He's got some cracking results <laughs> in the European football. But 2-0 defeat over in Spain not an embarrassment is probably what you expect. You, you go into the Sally Goodnesia game and then you're one eats key scored a goal and, and, and do you know what I mean? And someone came in the comments that last minute penalty got a Sally Park was a disgrace. Memory's a bit hazy on it, but I will agree right. with you on that one. the think was it a dive? Was it a dive? I, I can't I can't Something remember like a,
0: either, but it, yeah. it was, I can just remember it being can I can, little, I can I remember it being really aggrieved about it. But then uh, yeah. that's just Celtic in Europe most of yeah, the
1: time. <laughs> effectively and then the, the Rens one, that's the one where you're thinking, like, you, you go to France and they were a good team back then. They were up high in uh, League One and the league they play in, and they were playing some good football. We've played them a few times in European competitions recently aye. as
0: well. Aye, we, play, and, uh, we played them in the the group uh, the COVID season where we one. qualified. Yeah. Uh, we Lazio in it, qualified mm-hmm. with two games to spare.
1: Is this the game where Chad Uri? Passed it back to Fraser Foster and it went in. Um, is it that is it's that I one, isn't it? I think that's like, that was easy. Like, I remember looking at like a <laughs>
2: oh, chattery,
1: man. Oh, I remember man. Oh. looking at granda, going, the ground, why the fuck's he's like... smiling? He walked uh, away, he's smiling. I was like, no. What's going on? He was putting <laughs> the back of his own hat. Foster was he was done because it went past him, and he turns away and he smiles. Just, me, uh, I like Charlie Ree. I remember a pre season game he played against United Manchester United, it ripped him a new one. Well, he absolutely destroyed them in terms of the right hand side. And uh, he was quick. He's one of the quickest players in the South Korean national team or Korean national team, which one he was a part of. He, I thought he was great. I don't know why you didn't like him, Ross. I thought he was good going forward. We better, like we better net. We better net. I think Franny's like me, that's it's that smile that really, it's uh, like
0: it's, a scoring yeah, an OG, a and you, you can't help but like, oh, I still like you, but why are you doing uh, that? Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I know, I mean, I've not got too much memory of the guy, but I, I just, no. Key was, up, I wasn't yeah. it? The key only thing, no, aye, uh, yeah, Key was. The only thing I liked about Chad Doody was his song. Ah, uh,
2: it's not
0: a good song, like. Ah, uh, so it was like, a good song. Don't you? you right, was Chad? Chad. But um, I know I wasn't. I have to say I wasn't a fan of him. But um, I, so the first three games, it's, it's no bad. you're still in. You're still in the group, so you can ask for really. Uh, but it's all to play for. Uh, we should have won in France. We play them back to back. We get them back to Parkhead. And we got a big 3-1 victory eh, at home. And eh, then we play Atletico and we lose 1-0. Which I think Udinese had beat Atletico 2-0 at one one stage of the group. So I think that was the killer. We, we had to take something off of Atletico at some point because they had. And we didn't do that. Um, which meant we had to go to Italy eh, and win. Uh, against Udinese uh, And we took the lead in 29 minutes Through Gary Hooper But that man you were talking about Stephen uh, Dean Natale mm-hmm. He comes up with a goal And equalises right on half time uh, And Franny again it's We've done well But it's glorious failure I felt over the piece We, were, we gave a decent account of ourselves But once again it's, it failure, it's glorious right? failure
2: <laughs> uh, it's, it's just that is like Stephen said it's the glorious feel like obviously conceding a goal at half time just on half time it's like there's moments in games where it's it's sort of said that it's the worst time you concede or it's the best type of score whatever the way you want to look at it and I think just the Denise one it was you go in at half time 1-0 up it's a total different conversation you're having in that dressing room but then it's you're going in 1-1 The Denise's going with their tails up and we're going a wee bit deflated you're like We've for, for actually put a lot into this half to, And we're getting rewarded for it right now That's the first Maybe Lennon was breaking the game down Into, down into moments and stuff And saying It ah, doesn't, doesn't surprise me and, uh, She's probably said that's the first part of that uh, The game plan Done and dusty. But then obviously <coughs> Dean Natale comes up with that goal Just on half time And again, it's Lennon's then got to say to the players like, Let's go, we need to go again Let's stick to the game plan But it was always got to be difficult over there to, to get the result we need to, when you consider the other record it shouldn't have come in mm-hmm. as a surprise that we didn't manage to get that result. Oh, well,
1: see, see to be fair as well, I always remember that the, the Udinese stadium was just weird. Watching on the TV, it was a big like the circle shape, the running track around it, the pitch was in the I middle. A lot of stadiums in of that not they? And they are. But it was one of the first times i actually seen it live on TV. You know, when you're watching mm-hmm. play and you're like, wow, this is incredible watching. I remember Dean Natalie getting that golden it's just like, wow. But they, you have to appreciate, right? We always say we play against world-class players. In this group, we we actually did when their careers actually went on a bit. Mm-hmm. Dean Natale was a legend at udinese Turan went to Barcelona. I felt like in Madrid he was an absolute bother. And then you get Falcao, who was in his prime of his life back then as well. Mm-hmm. So like we played against some world-class talent and probably more so to what we played against in this year's campaign. We're not obviously global old ground here, but what I'm saying is... You, look, you looked at the, the whole upward scale and the, and the trend, and it's like, would Mudrick, for Shakhtar Danez, be a, a world-class talent in these types of things? I don't think so, to be honest. But the, the, I the, think he will be. I think he will no, be. What, what no, you, but what I'm saying is you look at the likes of Di Natale, you look at the like of Falcao, you look at the and of and An Europa League group, by the way, not a Champions League uh-huh. group. The yeah. Europa aye. League group, we were playing these. And then the Champions aye. League group we were saying, Mudricks well, he will be world class, obviously, but I'm saying now if you put these these names against each other, there's only one eventual winner there, and it's just incredible
0: to think about some of the players that we've actually played against. Aye. Uh, but then you can you, you, you call it failure, but you've you, then you rhyme off the guys that you've said there and the teams. They're very good teams. There's not many teams go to Italy and get a victory. We very nearly did. And we've played a top Spanish team, a top Italian team. And a top French team They're they're, Maybe not the French league But the other two Are in the top Five leagues In the world I I would even Argue maybe The French league Is in the top five Maybe Very close to it So Mm. we're good sides And we've took I think we took I think we got Six points Which is Not too bad When you consider That Udinese got nine So Mm. you were not Too far off it Had we Got the victory we would have topped Udinese. We were very close, but we didn't do it. I think um, the one that kind of, if we won against Udinese at Celtic Park, we would have been in bad chance. Aye. But then That was what yeah. killed us as well. It's, it's these wee fine margins. I find margins. Sometimes Celtic, you, maybe you feel like that because you're a Celtic fan, but I always feel like a lot of big decisions go against Celtic in Europe. And probably teams like your Marwells and that, I'll say that, about mm. them when they're playing Celtic, and it's probably right. Maybe last few don't weeks anyway. it. No, well, aye, <laughs> aye. aye, Well, let's be fair,
1: but I mean, anyway. far. we're not going the imaginary VAR boxes, rally, But I know you're no. getting up.
0: Aye. 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 <laughs> 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 but aye, that's moving on. For that, it was uh, a... was... we gave a good account of ourselves, but in the end, it was an unsuccessful group stage campaign. Not one that Lenin Lennon. You would have to say it was a custom to me over 100%. a custom to over the piece. Mm. Five miles an for everything, Aye. But but it's happened down the years. The Denise one, the one in Juventus. A, um, even the one a couple that we got, or at least one of them that we, we got against oh, in us in Madrid. But is it the way they're implying Did the really? handball round now? We, 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 it, we're but... going over all ground, but. Cool. I have
1: to admit, right? You know, you know I, mean? I think Neil Lennon was it. He was a good <coughs> European coach for us, and the results. And you, you have to really give him the results. Absolutely, we got yeah. some fantastic results under him. And I know in, when we first started the podcast, know we're wanting them out. But again, that's past now. You can kind of rest that. He's away. He's gone. But you can look back and think, hey, he was decent for us in Europe. I would put him up against most Celtic managers in his record in European football. But like, Aye.
0: pretty good. Hundred percent. Hundred percent agree with that. Couldn't agree more But Moving on to uh, The league duties Obviously the campaign Had started While that was going on But We started off uh, Against Who was it uh, We started off against Hibs at Easter Road uh, And we won 2-0 Then with a 1-0 win At uh, Aberdeen But That was when we lost Your man He's a Gary already. Earlier Stephen Yeah uh, I broke my ankle um, I think it Never put the him same. out. No, it wasn't. He? I totally oh. agree with that. I think that put him out to into like the new year. Um, mm-hmm. so it was a big loss, especially <laughs> when you go back and think we 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 played El Khadouri to uh-huh. to replace him. Not great, but um, that's when you look at the, the the squad now. I'm not saying like just for an example, if we lost Greg Taylor to that. You would bring in Bernabé. It's no as much yeah. a come down as an El Cadori. It's not yeah. a come down for me, and it'd be a worry. You don't to lose Greg Taylor, but as an example, it's not just as bad now. And I think that's how our, our squad depth is a bit better now. But um, so I yeah, lost him. Uh, but I mean, just Stephen, just talk about Emilio Izaguirre in his time at Celtic. What? How did you? What was your opinion on him?
1: I loved Emilio Zaghiri. Mm-hmm. I really did. It was probably one of the first times I seen a proper attacking left back at, at Celtic. Because you go through the years Lee Nealer, yeah, people like that, yeah. You know, who, who else could you say? Edson Braff, Bradfield for a short period. Before that, you're getting into the likes of Jackie Mack playing over there and other players like uh Don't Mo wait. Kamara. Remember Mo <laughs> Kamara? Oh my god, oh, I, I, I. but uh, Emilio Zaghiri <laughs> was fantastic when he first came and Patrick McLaughlin alluded to it there, he said, oh, we could have sold him for funny money that pre-season because he had a, a stormer mm. of a first campaign for us and what I loved about him, you, you look at the fullback now, the byline, the whipping the ball, and he was doing that 10 years ago, he was doing mm. that 2012, 2011, getting like up and this. down, do you know what I mean, linking up the play, coming into midfield, very skillful player as well and, he was probably, again, mentioned McGrande here because we both really liked that video as a gear and it was so sad to see him get that injury because he never came back to see him. I know he came back again for a spell when he left and kind of see himself away from something, but I thought he was incredible. And Egyptian King, linked with Manon and he was not stages, maybe it wasn't concrete, but his name was kind of free around with them types of clubs and you could see it at that time, his assists and stuff like that and the way he linked up with Stokes, him and Stokes were lethal, lethal together at points. I, I thought they linked up really well, and yeah, I, I think he's he's cracking. And you see it now. I know he's a director of football at some club in Honduras now, but he has like a a picture of his time at Celtic on his desk, and he always puts up like stuff about us and pictures, and always talking to the fans. And I thought I just think he's an absolute fantastic player, a, a good human. I know there was that a, a chat about Scott Brown and all getting at him, and he like. No, no, Scott, no, because of his origin. he didn't believe Aye. in bad language and stuff like that, and no, he's always trying to put me a bit of fun, but he took it well, he was one of the lads, and I just thought he was he was a crack at left back, Ross, he, he was, I mean, for me, you look at, up to now Greg Taylor, Kieran Terry, Emilio Izaguiri, you could rotate them for you, couldn't you?
0: That'd be a good choice to have a left back, all for him. Aye, Aye. 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 I, I mean, I, I feel like I agree with you. he was different class, very early on, very early on sorry, I uh, one or two games, you you just knew he was a proper player. I, I think it was I can't even mind the game exactly or what the score was, but I always remember he played a game at Far Park, and that was I can just remember that was the first time where I went. This guy's a proper player. I Mate, can't even mind what the score on, was raining. Aye, it was he was yeah. up and down the line, man. I can just I can just mind the, the, the Do you know how the the camera at Marbell well. Sometimes it's in that end of the park, but usually it's at this and end of the park. sometimes it and it's doesn't work the a dugout. The dugout. <laughs> 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 That's what I mean. <laughs> I. But the camera, kind of, this bit here, it's quite high up. And I can just mind him getting up and down the line. And it just always sticks in my mind. He, he he just had a a great game that day. And that was when I went, oh, this guy, he's got it. He's going to make it as Celtic. Yeah. And one of the best field bikes. We, we had in a long time at the club obviously with oh, yeah. like you've mm-hmm. said but then I mean it speaks volumes for Kieran Tierney to come in as young as what he did and put him out of the team because yeah. Gary was top quality but okay. uh, moving on uh, Franny in the, the, the six opening games we had five wins and a loss uh, at St Johnson before Ibrox which we lost... 4-2, wasn't it? We lost 4-2, aye. You could say it was a bad loss. In the end, it it probably was, having been up 2-1. But two weeks later, we lost at Tynecastle 2-0, which meant we were sitting third, 10 points behind Rangers with that now infamous trip to Rugby Park Mm -hmm. to come. Of memory, eh... Before, before the the rugby park game, the loss at Tynecastle, were you in the same mindset as a certain Mister Boyd and uh, Boyd and ready to concede? Uh,
2: I, th- I, I think I was probably close. Going, I mean, I th- I probably would have been because, like you say, you're sitting forward but we were about. I think we were maybe six or seven off or something. We were a wee bit off it, you know, at that point, then even if uh,
0: 10 points behind after
2: um, the loss uh, of I Castle, uh, so I probably was conceding, then especially obviously after that Kilmarnock game. I know we came back for 3 0 down and stuff, but it was still we were going still a wee bit off because I think that then only put us 12 points behind. I'm not sure. I think I think Rangers also won that weekend. As well. so you're sitting and then even this chatty Lennon talking about resigning and stuff, but I think he'd. I'm sure it's like it's maybe just one of the wee mad rumors at and at half time it, it come on in like, the change room said he was going to resign if they never showed a second half performance and like stokes like well grew was brought that a second half stokes was ridiculous that second half no, absolutely he was brilliant. He, i think he just was like no i'm i'm saving the gaffer's job today. We've, we're making a fight this and i think like oh, it's funny El kaduri he actually scored in that that 4-2 game yeah, mm-hmm. I think aye. Brock, but I like Colmark game, it's it seems to it seems to go down as a big sort of a big moment in that season that the fight back for 3 0 down just to maybe show the Lennon that the team has got something in there that he can work with. He's still got belief in them, whether a lot of the fans, including myself, still believed there was a title challenge. But obviously Lennon after that performance obviously thought, nah, there's something in here I can I can make a fist of this year, but mm-hmm. I just thought Stokes and Will grew that, especially Stokes. He was ridiculous that second
0: half. Well, I mean, you've sort of touched on that game there. I was coming on to it. Uh, I mean, we, we've drew three each and we came back really well. But I don't know if you remember, Stephen, at 0 0 in the first half, Anthony Stokes missed an absolute yep. sitter. I've not like one of the worst. Men- I say one well, anyway, of it does bobble, but he's very near in the goals, and he somehow <laughs> puts it over the bar. Like oh, right, it, eh? it defies science, it's logic, physics. Boxing, it, it? He's at the back. It was, point. oh it was absolutely unbelievable. But I mean, he misses that, and then Kilmarnock, like pull away for his. They had a set. Their setting goal eh, was. A contentious, well I say I say, contentious offside, it was offside But <laughs> I mean, VAR's camera would have been At Air Beach and would have said it was alright So, <laughs> it doesn't matter if VAR was in Or no, that, that goal would have counted It have been down 2-0 But Aye, uh, we sort of We're going at half time, 3-0 down Like Franny's alluded to there uh, Second half Stephen Stokes Redeems his cell a, a great free kick, and we've something to build on. Uh, mm-hmm. And then, if his first goal was good, his second one was even better. The touch, the roll, and the strike for about 25 yards. And you're, you're starting to believe, and it's Rugby Park, and you're down 3 2, but Mulgrew comes up with the leveller on 80 minutes. I went daft, the pub went daft, but just talk us through uh, your elation at salvaging the game and the up, up and down emotions throughout the full match.
1: Up and down, sick to your stomach, isn't it? It's, it's, <laughs> what, it's one lane games, is what we would call a roller coaster with Postal Coldo. But if I can, I, I want to rewind back. And you talked about the the 4 uh, 2 Rangers game. Wasn't that the game after Yellowvid said the title was in the bag? I'm pretty sure that's one of the mm-hmm. infamous headlines that I appeared certain He
2: was a player.
1: Oh, was he was a good out, player, Fanny. I mean
2: laugh, it it was, controller, controller laugh it was really good in that game and it really he always so seemed was to was against
1: man. us uh, for, me, really good that, for, for me it's the same type of headlines and it still happens in the modern game that drives you on and drives that spur. and we lost to Castle. Rudy Scatchell, another great player by the way SPFL Watts I thought he was excellent
0: <laughs> and then we go <sighs> to Rugby <laughs>
1: Park and <sighs> If, what, if there was one player I didn't want to score against I like it was Dean Shields. I, do you know what I mean? that guy hates us with a passion and a mm-hmm. celebration that day, I'll never forget it this is the game that's ingrained in my memory, I always remember this game and for some reason I think about it like that, it's just it, it epitomised what we talk about now, like we never stop, and you go into the, the half time interval you're 3 nil down, we're banging for Lenny's blood and Franny's right majority of Celtic fans at that point probably wouldn't have cared or moaned if Lenny resigned or was sacked, let's be honest mm-hmm. and then he's he's had to give the team talk of his life and I think before on the half-time whistle it was Mulgrew made the mistake, wasn't it, for Fowler to go free and uh, put over Forrester mm-hmm. so again, he redeems himself in the second half and Stokes Stokes for me doesn't get the credit he deserves he really, really doesn't I thought he was at Excellent player for us. A funny one on that left hand side, Nana's natural possession, by the way. He was a sports striker, came through the ranks at Arsenal, went to Fulkert, scored 16 goals in 15 league games. I always remember that because that was unbelievable back then. Then he went to Southern didn't work out for him. And he got a couple of moves elsewhere. But then he came to us and he really settled down. And it's really unfortunate for me to see how he is now. Like if rumors are led to believe he's on the run from the caps and there's rewards out for his rest. I, I don't like seeing that from Stokes because he had so much potential. And all that left-hand side with Izaguiri and, and Joe Ledley and Ki Sung Young linking up with him, he was excellent. And that free kick, by the way, wow, nearly mm-hmm. took the roof off the net. And you have to remember as well, all these goals were scored between the 70th and 80th minute. We clawed back a 3-0 deficit in 10 minutes. That's Aye. incredible.
3: Uh-huh.
1: And you, you look at the second goal, you're right. It was like a one-man mission. He's come out that second half. Listen to what Lenny had to say. He's come out like a bull. Just seeing it in the tennis shop, just going mad. He's took it on the turn, bang in the bottom corner. Their keeper had no chance. And then he I mean, Mulgrew comes in to, to finish it off. It's the, it's, it, it's the game for me that really kick-started that season. It catapulted us. In, it, it's, well, it's famous. Again, you, you can always draw back to the, the, the season before, like in this, in this current campaign. We lost three out of the first six league games. And I remember remember Pasta called Luke, came out and said, from here on in, we have to be perfect. And we were perfect. And Lenny done the exact same thing. And credit to him for getting that team aroused enough. Aroused, what a word. Uh (laughs) Call back back the the 3-0 deficit and actually do it for us and do it for supporters because see from then on out, just incredible.
0: It was. It was really, really good. Right. well I mean you've talked about that brilliantly there and it sort of bring me on, brings me on nicely to what you're talking about We've, we went on a, after that we went on a 21 game unbeaten run in the league stretching from the 15th of October to the 25th of March where we lost 3-2 at Ibrox but Franny in the midst, in the midst of that we played uh, Rangers at home uh, on the 28th of December. Um, I don't know what it is about us at home, at night, under the lights, against the odds, against them, We had an opportunity to go top. But we just seize it. Uh, a 15-point deficit overturned to go two points in front. How good?
2: Ah uh, See when you actually say that, because the command game is obviously eight, nine games into the season, then before before the new year, <coughs> albeit the last game before the year, you've actually turned that deficit, a, let's say the 15-point deficit round, and now you're leading the league. And I can just remember being being at the game that night and uh, that cross for, like the cross for Mulgrew, the, the corner, and then Joel Edler just at the back post. It he is, has his by the way, what a this player. This is what well. this
0: talk reminds me. I just think of Joe Ledley straight away. Uh, what,
2: a, what a player he was. Absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. And it was just a bullet a bullet ahead of the back post. It was just one of the ones where he was getting that ball um just right at the back post. And I felt and it was it just felt like a game after that Celtic believed it. I think it was obviously the menu, like the stadium you'll remember it. That was ridiculous that like, night, how loud it was. Like I can remember when they sung I Just Can't Get Enough, it was <coughs> mental. Unbelievable. I think we sung it for about 10 minutes and it was just the full place was absolutely rocking. Because I think it was just <coughs> obviously we had all the all the games undefeated after the the Kilmarnock game and you're now albeit at the current situation sitting top of the league without the game actually properly finishing and confirmed and I think all the fans were like we're really on side with the team, and like could see we're really in my chance in the league here. Uh, but uh, it was just—it's one of the best atmospheres I can remember at Celtic Park. Then obviously we came home and the pub into the commercial, and uh, it was what a what a day that was. What a day! Uh, didn't he, didn't
1: didn't Joe really, didn't he dink the keeper? No, no
0: it was a header at the back. No, it was a header at the back. Oh, oh it, was it was a header. header. Sorry, sorry. Corner, okay.
1: See, to be fair, I mean, like you said it, Franny, Joe Lenny was a brilliant player for us. I really thought we look at he offered everything. As well. Yeah, from Cardiff. And that, that's that's the crazy thing. He tells a story where he fell out with Dave Jones, the manager, because he wanted to make the move, but he wanted money from the English clubs. I think there was a couple of Premier League clubs left around him, but he made his mind up quite early on after speaking to Danny that he wanted to come to Celtic. And Ross, he said the top manager said, to Lenny, like, that guy was a really good player for us. He the way he control games sometimes, he could do the dirty work, he could pass the ball, he could score some cracking goals and come up with final goals like that. You can't really ask much more from a midfield player.
0: Aye. I absolutely loved Joe Ledley. I can't um, speak highly enough of him. I think uh, him and Barum Kayle in the middle of the park, along with Scott Brown, one Yama. They, they were great.
1: Barum Oh my god! see that guy. He would do amazing at that age in this team right now.
0: See the pressing he could do? I really hate him. It's
2: good-looking test so his fan.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, listen. There the, the was good options in the middle of the park in that team, obviously. But, aye, Joe Ledley, he, he comes up, trumps that night, and gets a belt or a goal. Uh, a touching the game itself, Stephen, Celtic, I would say, and I would say Rangers had probably the best chances in the first half. They'd uh, Fraser Forster had a save, I can't even mind who it was. A corner, I think Rangers had, and Fraser Forster saves one a header at the back post. He touches onto the post. He's absolutely no, no, I think think it it was something tell me it was Bocanegra, but I could be wrong. But regardless Whoever Whoever Headed it Unbelievable save Absolutely Unbelievable Joe Hart's No saving it I say Like I I really Like Joe Hart I said at the time When Forster was there He should have been Playing in the England squad Before Joe Hart I agree I agree Fraser Mm -hmm. Forster Was a better goalkeeper than Joe Hart For me Yeah And I really I love Joe Hart And I love what he's done At Celtic But for me All day long For some reason, his face didn't fit. But, um, back to the game, he's made that unbelievable save. Rangers have had the best two chances, but you would have to say Celtic controlled the first half. Uh, Second half, obviously we get the goal, uh, and we we sort of control the game. Rangers, they don't go into their shell, but they never really threaten Celtic again after that. But, just... Sort of, I don't know if, whether you watched it or that, Stephen. Uh, but if you talk talk about where you were, we watched it. Obviously, we've turned that overturned that 15 point deficit. Just your emotion, where you were, any, any memories you've got to that, that night.
1: I mean, to be fair, you know, every game I watch in my granddad, it's religious. Aye, I me. Mean, every, every game I watch it, it's back then like you're used to title races, and it's going to sound a wee bit cheeky for me to say we're not used to it so much now because we're. We kind of win it every other year, but you, you know what I'm saying. But back then you're you're engrossed in that title race, that like are they dropping points or are we going ahead or that type of thing? And legs in the game against Frasers <coughs> lately. Fraser Foster, by the way, bit of an enigma coming back again for the second loan spell and then a third one and he didn't stay when he had the chance. I don't get that, but he's second choice in that Spurs. If that's what he wants to be, that's what he wants to be. But I totally agree. I think like for me. In terms of goalkeeping, shot stopping a uh, presence, uh he, he tops hard all day. I think for me didn't him, they call maybe.
0: him the wall for nothing? It's exactly. Right. I mean Leo
1: Messi kind of give them give them that, and so did the Spanish press. And you're not getting them kind of a kind like do you know what I mean? Not getting that kind of a a praise from them types of people for no reason. But I think you you look back at his importance of the team, the saves he made at, at certain points back in Negra header and razors you feel the you have to remember they had the know how back then. They had mm-hmm. McCulloch, they had Naismith, they had Stephen Bastards. Davis, they had Lee Wallace, <laughs> they had Buck and <Baca-Navra, laughs> they had Alan McGregor, and that's people who knew how to get things over the line. Not so much of us because we were chasing the league title, and it, it was firstly a brand new team that Lee Nelly, Lennon, Lennon put together. And they they come away after that Camaronic game and go on that run of victories, run of games unbeaten. We we take them to Celtic Park, we turn them over. And yeah, you're right, at the start of the game, they probably had the better chances, but when you like, we've seen it. When you believe in what you're doing, when you believe in your teammates besides you, anything's possible in, in regards to what's out they can do, and overturning that in 15-point turnaround, that's incredible. Any manager who does that, that's, that, that's mm-hmm. an unbelievable achievement. If Posh LeCone had done it, for example, we would be praising him for the end of the earth, and knew that it should be the exact same thing. We'd done that, we didn't look back. And I, I like the fact that you pointed out Birm Kayal as well. <coughs> His importance of the team was really underestimated, in my opinion. Joe Ledley, another cracking player. Scott Brown, just the captain being fresh. You James Forrest on the right. Mulgrew at left back. People like, it was just a, a team that knew how to, like, just a workhorse mm-hmm. team. jailed together and done the job for Lenny. And again, as you, you guys are out the game. You know, you know what I mean about the atmosphere. But watching it on TV, I can tell you one thing. Me and my were fairly
0: hugging each other and giving them 90 <laughs> like so it was incredible. Incredible. Aye, aye. I mean just talking about the atmosphere. Where me and Franny sat, it was about ten feet for the Rangers fans. So any i mean, don't get me wrong, anytime you beat them, it was absolutely brilliant. You could blow <laughs> and they that you could hear every word. It was like sitting right next to them. But when you were losing <laughs> that wasn't yeah, so good was either too. so it was a great oh, seat too. when you were running, but uh, it was also difficult uh, when you were not winning but um, can I ask you a question? aye
1: go for it kid do you think they should bring back the, the normal allocations for these Glasgow Derby games?
0: yes aye uh, so do I aye yeah, it, so it I. just adds it adds aye. to it <laughs> and you. a lot of people will say oh, you do not want name um, in your stadium and that uh, and they just bring bile but the, the atmosphere and see that I always remember a uh, can't even mind what year it was but I was at a, a game and a uh, what was it in fact I'm probably not even going to sing the song because I don't know if I'll, I should but sing it was him. like the, Ran- no, the Rangers fans sang a song about Lubomir Avchik and then the Celtic fans sang a song straight back about one of their players and it it was back and forth, and it was just like it was like two guys having banter with each other, but it was mm. thousands <laughs> going at it like that, and it it, it was brilliant. It was the the atmosphere in games, and don't be wrong; it's probably better. It is better when you're winning, of course it is, but it is missing for the well. I can't I can't say it's missing because I've not been to one where there has been that what is it seven hundred allocation? Yeah, but for but for me. It's better when we've got a full stand at Ibrox and it's better when mm. they've got that section. Whether it comes back, I don't know. But for me, in my opinion, it's better. What what about mm. you, Fry?
2: No, I totally agree. I think like you say, it adds to the spectacle, adds to the atmosphere. Um I love that hatred for during the game and that I love it. I just think it, so it adds it, it totally adds to the whole whole occasion, the whole the whole game, and especially when if you do get the, well, I suppose anyone is brilliant, but something a bit like the one that that, that Joe Ledley goal and things like we just or the <laughs> Venegoori Hessel goal ones where you maybe just snatch oh, a victory in that. When they're all there, it's something just special about the days. It just everything feels a bit louder and I uh, like, your it was like you say it was it was a it was an absolute man makes it brilliant when brilliant when you're winning but horrendous when you are when you're getting beat against them but. Again, so added to it. it was. It was it added to the excitement as well because you were like, if we didn't win today, we have got to be getting it stinking for it during this game and that. So I, I, I would, I would bring it back. But like you say, see like, like I've not been there when it's only been the seven or eight.
1: So Same with the control, the TV companies. I'm surprised they haven't requested it because I'm sure if they said something like we want this back again or we're we pulling the deal that be back on the table.
2: <laughs> I, I think it would be back on the table but I don't think they've got the pull for that because let's be honest Sky are only really wanting day games as long as they games, they're happy. that's what I'm
1: saying. If they turn around and be like, look, we want it back with the, the full allocation or we're pulling the deal or giving you less money
2: mm. I
1: think maybe it could be an avenue. I don't know that that. if I'd ever come
2: to that but <laughs> so
0: she's just you say, regardless. You look, Excuse ah, me. Just
2: a, you look at the, the 3-0 game uh, Last year, like the fair where it was all Celtic fans, how that went yeah. on the telly and stuff, and like I think Sky looking at it and go that's brilliant. So essentially, we don't. Sky's maybe looking at it going, you did not need all fans in to make it look good.
0: Yeah. Aye, I yeah, I, I, don't, I would agree with that. For for the 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 viewer on the telly, I don't think mm-hmm. you need the the fans, but for the the spectacle and the atmosphere being at the actual game, mm-hmm. in terms of a fan. I think it's a better spectacle, a better atmosphere if the full allocation's there. But, listen, we could spend a wee while talking on that, or certainly Anthony and John could. <laughs> 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 but, hey, uh, could spend a whole podcast on that, like I could spend a whole podcast talking about that Jan Venegor of I think, last minute goal for it. Oh, Good man! could talk about that oh. one, night, man. It's unbelievable. But, hey, uh, oh. we're digressing. That is not for this season. We'll move on, because we don't want it to be a four-hour episode. I'm renowned for that, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, aye, so, <laughs> that game was 28th of December. We've overturned the, the deficit, and we're going to the January window. Um Just touching on the guys we brought in, we only brought in three guys. Uh, the first guy we brought in, a certain Mr. Mikael Lustig, on a free, would you believe unbelievable hey, bit hey, of business. Hey, know we
2: free this season? Did we
0: uh, oh, pff, well, I know. Uh, but then we brought in another guy, another guy here that I'm struggling to remember. Rabiu Ibrahim. Yes, I know about oh, him. Oh, is he
2: not I'll like a left winger?
0: Him. Is he not a left you, winger or I don't know. If you, Stephen, if you know about him, Ibrahim, tell me about him because I can't even tell him. He
1: was Nigerian and he was listed among the top 30 wonder kids in the world, as usual. Ben
2: yeah, been and, right on the Google there. <laughs> no,
1: no, 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 trust me. When we signed him back there, I, I was excited. I was excited because what, what I seen he could do, he was obviously high potential, that type of, you get him on a free, you sell him on, I think that's what they're trying to do. Mm. Then, let's be honest. But mm. yeah, he was, he was in the wonder kids, Saxon. He came from some good clubs and just didn't make the grade. I, I don't know if it's, see, you look at different managers, right? Posta He doesn't mind playing, go who we can admit is a bit slim in build and likes are made as well. Um, Ibrahim was the same kind of that build, that, that kind of stature. But he could take the ball and well, he, he could take people on and he, he could drop into tight spaces. And I like what I seen of him. I think he played like two games for us coming off the bench, but I'm on about like YouTube clips and when you go actually mm-hmm. into him. He was he was one of them guys like no like Adu, like Freddie Adu, the American. Mm-hmm. He's named in these lists and he expect the the big things and it just didn't happen. But yeah, I was excited, Franny. I didn't go on Google because I already know about
0: him. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, I suppose in a sense he's like that. What's his name? The Australian boy that we brought in who was a winger under Rogers. I'm sure it was. Oh,
3: Arzani
0: Alzani. Really yes. I, yeah, I, a bit like him. He maybe know that. Like he wasn't he, like thing we to be them. the top top yeah. player, but he, he was well thought in Australia. Yeah. Came in, just didn't work out for him. But the third guy that we brought in, a loan deal, was Pavel Pavel Brozek, the striker, <laughs> Polish striker, eh? Mind of him. Uh, oh what a god. player he was, eh? Oh my
2: <laughs> god. <laughs> so if you could yeah. actually picture your most stereotypical Polish guy, that was him, wasn't it? Oh, that
0: was my him. God. Yes, <laughs> he's <running. laughs> Yes. 100% Bonville. Don't care about him. <laughs> Did um, he not come from a Sarasky recommendation? I don't know. Quite possibly, man. Quite, I don't think we should listen
2: to previous strikers, by the way. There's mm-hmm. there's a reason Lars has no made it as a. Aye.
0: Man, right? Aye. Fair <laughs> point, eh? The <aye. laughs> no written up. <laughs> aye. I mean, we can't, we can't talk about that guy coming in and no talk about him. Uh, Stephen, Michael, uh, Michael Lustig, we brought him in in a free. Little did we know how much uh, a legend he was going to be and I think it's quite fitting for us to do a wee piece on him and talk about him as a Celtic player uh, now that he's retired. Just a wee sort of tribute for him and I'll come mm-hmm. to you after Stephen Fran you can Talk about them as well. Is this to me? Yeah, I aye, 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 go for it. Yeah, me, yeah. I thought you said you'd come to me after there, right? sorry. But,
1: um, <laughs> I thought Mikael Lustig coming in on a free like you, you go back then, you're a bit like it's free transfer. What can you expect? But he, he falls into that list of Swedish legends that we have playing for our club or did play. May Larson, Lustig. You can add them into it. The store of it's but Lustig Lustig <laughs> L- Lustig for me really bought into what Celtic meant he took it from the get go he played for the bads he played for our club and he loved every single second of it and there's nothing more that I love seeing wee clips of him doing the wee piano thing in, in the gym mm-hmm. in Lennox Town and having a, laugh with it, having a laugh <laughs> with the players and you take that away from him you see the more serious side of him on the pitch and scoring at the at Ibrox wasn't he? he scored that good when he ran and he, he the five played, uh, but no, yeah, yeah the five one game he was just a, he was an incredible player. Let's let's be fair like he wasn't full of any like I fucking enjoy skills or tricks and that but he could whip a ball in, he could defend, he could fill in at centre back stall what yeah he was an absolute stalwart. European football I thought he was excellent. I thought that's where you probably seen the best in this league and, and, and he was just he was a great player and the same retire. It was probably coming to so I me. Mean, once you leave Celtic and you go to AIK, whoever it was, you're never going to be the same again. He was 32, 33, so he probably does what I'll call the day. But for Celtic, he, he's joined that list of legends for me. That seven or eight years of service, but however many that appears. Numerous league titles, numerous cups, part of the travel teams, just a, a brilliant servant, PC Lustig. And it's the way the fans took to him as well, isn't it? It's the way they took to him because players are often you yeah, either take to them or you don't like them or whatever, we took to him straight away. You could just right. see there was something there and he's ha- he had chances to move on. There was times where he fell out of favour and there was times managers, maybe Ronnie Daly, for example, didn't, wasn't really keen on him but he didn't let that bother him. He still stuck at it and like I said, so Rodgers came in played him. Pivotal, pivotal part in Rogers team and I, I loved him and it was really sad to see him go but it was obviously the end of the journey for him. I mean, Frimpong came in and kind of stole his fun there a wee bit and he wasn't really getting on and he was featuring on the bench. And I mean, if I come to the comments here, it's King. This thing was such a player, always played out of his boots for the bads, 100%. He started dead slow, but modern day legend. Yes, Alistair, yeah, 100% agree. He always loved a boot win against the, the mob across the city in Martor. Yeah. Hmm. He was just, he was a guy for the club. He was a people person. There was no urge or graces about him. There was no ego about him. He played right back, he played center back
0: and he played out of his skin, and he was fantastic, on a free transfer, that's a coup. Right. I couldn't agree more, I, I didn't realise until probably just now, that I must have a thing for, fullbacks who, like just, buy into the club, get Celtic, love everything about them, <laughs> are the, absolutely most dynamic players, but they can defend, and they can, they can play, and that's just what Lustig is, and that's what Greg Taylor is. I've got a thing for fullbacks. <laughs> <But,
3: laughs> What's
2: your thing? What's
0: your thing? <laughs> oh what? <laughs> anyway, moving on, Franny. Uh, I'll just give you the floor and talk about PC listening.
2: Uh, I mean, what a guy! What a guy! Like, all right, you go to the toilet. Good. So good. Um, I listen. What? A, like you say, got him in a free, I think he won a league title and every season he was here. And aye. then he's obviously won a few domestic <clears throat> Cups along the way. I wasn't the most skillful player. Wasn't the quickest, but what he get he was a top player. I think he's actually got over 100 caps for Sweden, so he was Sweden's he, one. He's got a lot of caps for them. Um, boy, so he was obviously like Sweden's number one for a wee while, well as well, which to steal... But goes Aye. <laughs> 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 uh, but aye, to steal a phrase for Jim Wait, he, he, he played many games with distinction for Celtic it was it was class like absolute I like it. class just like that that moment with the hat with the place at that, that is just that has got to just you've got to see that when you're when we're 60-70 year old and just remember it the guy, I felt we maybe I, I I get obviously Fring Pong was in and was the number one right back and stuff but I think we maybe just let lose it go a year too soon, I think, because maybe used him at centre half, maybe kept him around the place just just it was a guy that properly bought into the club, knew what it was all about and knew how important getting 10 in a row was. And I think maybe having him round about might have just not seen we'd have won ten in a row cause he was there, but he might have just helped keep everything together and things like that. But I to think that uh, to think that what you got if you said to me when Lustig came in that he was going to win eight league titles and all like all the domestic cups, you'd have probably got laughed at the door after the first sort of six months and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I, what a player! And you know, anybody that says that watched Lystic through Celtic and says that he wasn't a good player, honestly, it's just fat it for them. Aye, Ross. Uh,
1: aye.
0: You're relevant to Lustig Oh, Lystic. Of... Oh, love I,
2: I, love Juranic, but it's, you can't. It's you even. Need, you need to give. Yeah. I mean, I don't think he has got to be here, but you would need to give Yoranovich an hour, four or five seasons to really properly make Aye. a judgment on that.
0: I, I mean, I, I thought Yoranovich last season. I've I've said it before. I thought last season it was very very good. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's hot the heights this season. No. Nah. No. No. By no. By a stretch. But he's still. He would still be my first choice at the minute over Ralston, And it's weird to say because Ralston's played a couple of games recently and he's been very, very good. And I would trust him. And I'm I'm probably starting to trust Ralston a bit more than I did last season. He worried me last season going up against... Maybe it's because Ryan Kent's absolutely shite now, but <laughs> he worried me going up against Ryan Kent last season. But listen... Yeah. I don't know. There's rumours, eh? Juranovic going. Oh, he's going. going. He's going. I think he'll probably go. I, I do. I agree with you, Stephen. I know we've had it back and forth in the, the group chat and that. I, I, I don't know if you commented on it, Franny.
2: That, I, I. It seems to be that he's the one that's talking about. And...
0: There's no smoke without fire, eh?
2: Exactly. And yeah. the fact that he's, uh, he's not back of contract would suggest that he's also looking for a way out and stuff. So. I say looking for about he's obviously maybe not a ha- not totally happy at uh, being here and things. so I I think as much as I like Juranovic, I obviously trust Angel sort of a replacement so it's one of the ones it's you hope he has a really good World Cup so you you maximise the value for the guy and stuff but
0: yeah really?
2: it's, I I didn't really call all sort of from the call it appealing but it seems the fact that because he won't maybe, maybe looking. For a move away, everybody's now it's oh, rubbish, is this. It's no, I don't think and, it's that. Uh, I'm, I'm not saying you, but have, there's the a... seen Twitter, and things like that that car uh, like... is because it seems to be the talk that he's leaving. He's now no the most favoured player in the world.
0: Yeah. Uh, I think there's a lot of people being like that since the start of the season. Anyway, but uh, I, the thing I, I've heard a lot of people saying like. What's the rumor mill and all that? or just try to unsettle us and stuff. They, they, they said they said they would leave. Was it the summer? Uh, summer uh, yeah. Oh, he was got yeah. to go in the summer and all that. And I'm like, well, I get people are saying that. I get why they're saying that. But then at the same time, I'm like, well, it's always the same name that's coming up. It's yeah. like they could use any player's name to unsettle us, uh, but it, it keeps going to Iranovic. So for me, there's something in it. I out thought out. there was something in it in the summer. It's coming, it's rearing its head again. There has to be something in it. I'm not overly worried, I'm not losing sleep over it. If he goes and we get a decent fee, fair enough. And I think that Celtic, the way Angin is wanting Celtic to work and the way he has been working for, he came in, he'll be fully aware. He knew Rogic was going in the summer and he got Matt O'Reilly in. He'll, if, if, Yoranovic goes in this window Or it's the summer He'll know it's happening
3: yeah.
0: And he'll have contingency plans for that But um We've, we've digressed again <laughs> 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 We're in In case MD's just joined us We're doing a rewind for season 2011-2012 eh, And we're now up to The January window And we'll move on to the outs Because eh, we brought We've uh, just spoke about Lustig there. I just lost my place when I'm we said there. I <laughs> <laughs> So the outs uh, was mostly youngsters uh, out and loan, Franny. Uh, your mate Paul Slane for open goal. Uh, and most notably, Josh Hoyvelt for Southampton for one and a half million. Uh, he'd been loaned out in the previous window, but then Southampton for yeah. an, some unknown reason apart from... Maybe Stephen will know They decided to share out 1.5 million for him <laughs> uh, But I mean there was nothing too drastic To talk about um, In the window a couple of meaningless guys left But we'll move on To our League Cup cam- Campaign uh, Which started with a 2-0 victory In Dingwall uh, We won 4-1 at Hibs I hope you googled this For anyone I tell you earlier by the way <laughs> he's <laughs> he's not he's not <laughs> right, eh, so we had a 4-1 win at Hibs eh, and a 3-1 win at Falkirk all away ties which set up a March Hamden date with Kilmarnock who this season became somewhat foes a Celtic with three big games against them eh, throughout the season but eh, this one Uh, it was another shitty Hamden performance Franny Uh, culminating in his conceding a late goal uh, losing the match I honestly I I don't think I I, I don't remember ever leaving Hamden as disappointed and angry in my life my my memory of walking out the stadium that day is so vivid such was my anger I mean, I was absolutely fizzing. It, that was a big opportunity. We were obviously ahead in the league. It was a big opportunity to win a cup against Kilmarnock at Hamden. I was furious. For, we were obviously at the game together. I can mind you walking out of the stadium, absolutely reeling. I, I, the final whistle went, I was up the stairs and out. Normally I hang about but I was fucking raging. What about yourself? What, what was your... No. no. <laughs> I've
2: totally Googled wrong game because I Googled us getting beat 2-1 off Rangers in the League Cup final. <laughs> <laughs> but you ill it scored an extra time?
0: Well, regardless, oh. Cormannock beat us 1-0. Can you know no, no walking the stadium had... being absolutely fizzing? The... You were probably trying to shut me off because I was uh, bailing. Probably, I probably
2: well, mean that were probably laughing at you. <sighs>
0: Probably, aye. it wouldn't be the first time and, that you'd never laugh to me again. That
2: long walk to Canberra's Land because we somehow didn't seem to park any closer to Hamden. What was that? I, it I, I know, miles, but right? listen,
0: it was easier to get away, kid. It was easier to I get away. Because <laughs> Ned
2: be the time we got to the motor.
0: <laughs> well, that game, it, it was a A disappointing performance. We lost the game 1 0. I'm, as I've said, absolutely furious. I can't imagine you. you being as angry. Leaving a Celtic game. I just thought it was a, a, a huge opportunity missed. Uh, S- Stephen, that, I don't know if that was the first of them, but there was a, a period in in Lennon's first tenure where it became a theme that the Hamden hoodoo, where, mm-hmm. and, and by the way, it was, it, it like, the media were talking about it, wasn't it? Was not, but they weren't making up. It became a thing. And that was a huge opportunity missed. Can can you mind much of that day and how you were feeling?
1: Well, I mean, like the, the, the Hoodoo thing, if you go back to that eight game Spelly had in charge when we lost the Ross County in the cup competitions, then Kamarnig seemed to be a four in our side for this campaign, even though the result of Rugby Park kick started the, the actual right. season for us. But yeah, it's like for me like it's gonna a again probably selfish here, but we should have, should have won more travels in this run. We should have been probably hitting the travel every other year in terms of what, what we were doing on, on the park, but uh, fan, fan Tannhout, fan,
0: fan Tuhout, uh, the Komorik game Van Tannhout Van Tannhout <sighs> Van Hout Felt or something it was yellow, a Aye he it was the you, that, was the, that was the year before Yarn Nugget <laughs> It reminded me a lot of the the
1: Perior dumbe final when we won one nil against the Fernando. It
0: was like, just, it was, I just get day,
1: uh, it was just crap. It was boring. We didn't get the win. I was raging you're raging, Franny can't remember. Cracking. Unbelievable. I can remember
2: being
1: raging as a game that I, I watched earlier in the day. It's like one of them uh. things <laughs> us. You look at I mean Delhi Delhi got a league and a double, didn't he? Who? Lenny, Ronnie Danny got a league in a double Daly got, oh, got robbed in
2: a treble
1: table. Exactly right. All these trebles they've alluded us they've eluded us at some point in the seasons and this is a game one of them seasons where I thought we could have took the, could have took Aye. all three of them but we, we, we didn't
0: in the end but yeah disastrous result disastrous Aye. Listen we, we all know that a treble is not an easy thing to do mm. it, it is it's hard to do but when you get to a final mm. with the team that we had and you've got an opportunity to win that cup against Kilmarnock, and you put in the display that we did, I was, well, I've said it, I was, to say the least disappointed, I was fucking fizzing. It wasn't Mm -hmm. good enough in the day, and my, I I was so, so angry, and (laughs) I was probably just as angry at a game we're going to talk about later in the podcast. I say later in the podcast, we're a half in, but it's a it's a nostalgia. A it's a nostalgia birthday. <laughs> <laughs> but <Probably> um, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so in that season, it came to a point when it came to Valentine's Day, and we can't do that season without touching on it. It was our other half uh, went into administration and were deducted ten points for paying taxes. Eh, for not. Sorry, for not paying taxes. Oh, you nearly give them, you nearly them credit. I know, <laughs> for not paying taxes to their beloved Queen. This left them 14 points behind Celtic. But Stephen, no excuses for me. We, we were going to win the league and we were already four points ahead of them before the 10-point deduction. I felt like the impetus was with us. I feel like we were going to win the league. Anybody, they can make excuses, but I, I feel like... We would have won that week anyway. Would you agree with that?
1: Fuck me, Ross. Um, Fucking hell.
0: The but, the whole for twelve
1: years plus them decks of a making excuses trying to say they're the same club. <laughs> they are not the same club. Not oh I know, as Frank Kennedy said, we're not half of anything. Yes, Frank. That's I love why it. I, I done it. But this whole, I mean, it was catching up on them. Catching up on them. And I finally got them. And I, they, see this whole campaign to say they're they've transferred their history into their new name. You can't
0: fucking do that. You
1: cannot do that. They're not the same <laughs> club. They're they're old co, they're new co, they're self co, they're the Rangers 2012, they're whatever they want to be, but they're not the original Rangers football club. They died at Valentine's Day, twenty twelve. And it was absolutely fantastic. I remember the news number three. I was actually sitting, this is no joking. Ran, who would who would no one his, no, know and done a rerun with us? He sent me a text was like, he was like, "Have you seen the news?" I, I was oblivious to it this time. I was like, "No." And he's like, "Rangers are down." I was like, "What are you talking about?" You no, know, like he think he's having a joke. <laughs> and I go on and I'm like they're entered administration. The the liquidators are moving in. And I was like, "What the fuck?" That was mental. And see to be fair, like I'm going to be maybe people will say different in the comments here, but for me, they should have stayed dead. They should have stayed away, and I know the whole uh, the whole point, the whole issue with um, the likes so, of yeah, we need the competition, and blah blah blah. But look what happened, to Gretna. Gretna fell in the exact same situation and ended up wiped out as the, the face of Scottish football. I think they're called the Gretna 08 when they got reformed. And the fact that Rangers got a bye ball, and I know we were part of that with that five way agreement stuff, and it doesn't it doesn't sit well with me. It, it really doesn't. The eyebrows should have been you, bet, so you <laughs> it should have been it should it should have been uh it should have been sold for a giant Tesco, and then they could have split the money among the SPFL clubs as their parting gift towards the league. But uh yeah, the, that that obviously the season's gonna be the the whole thing's gonna be memorable because of that. And and yeah, Aye. we want the league, but that, that kind of overshadows everything because big club the they died and they've come back to life, they got resuscitated and all this place. Nah, they didn't. Do you know what I mean? It's they're gone. This is why I hate the whole People, I know I sometimes slip up and say Old Firm derby, but people sometimes say it and mean it. I don't believe it no more. It's a Glasgow derby. It's not mm. the same as as it was. I don't like the pussyfooting around by the media pretending and it, it's it is Rangers from the old and you see the headlines from the different newspapers back then. You see the headlines from reporters saying the club has died or their assets have been sold off and and stuff like that. They sold the club for a pound. It's incredible how they can even be held up. At that club they, they should be this a, a new club totally all together. but I totally agree with what what you're saying in terms of the four-point gap it doesn't sound much in in in, in an instance but the, the way you, the way you said it there the momentum was with us in that league campaign we were steamrolling and yeah we had hiccups and we had different like in different results at some periods of, of the season but I think to be fair we were we were steamrolling teams at some points we beat Hibs five nil done the united six one and five one sorry so we were we were going well. I still think we would have won the league, but I'm sorry, mm-hmm. Ross. I keep coming back to it here. It's just a bug. It's a bug in my ballot that <laughs> I just don't like. I hate the narrative that said that they're the same. And Chris Boyd said they're the same. And it just it but pisses me off. They're not the same club. It's it's like I know me. the trend I, I know the trend compared to what happened to us with Fergus, but Fergus saved us, literally saved us before we entered the stages of liquidation. They got liquidated. Their assets mm-hmm. got sold off. Aye. And by some miracle, by some miracle,
0: they get to claim that they're the same club. It's madness uh, well, it's I mean, madness. They, they, they
2: went into administration
0: on Valentine's Day, Valentine's Day and, they, and then they went into liquidation later on. It was like October, so they, they did die. I, I mm-hmm. got a commercial point of view, right? How people all say, Oh, it's still the same club, and all that. but it's no. They they can they can push that to get more money or whatever. But did, and thing is did you to, see the papers? Did did you well, see the papers assigned?
1: literally expect, saying they are new
0: are new entity. Aye aye, what but they've just went back in that now that, like nobody's seen the papers or can go back in the archives and see the headlines. They, that they they died right? They did, Franny. They, they they were like I've said, they were then liquidated and they were thrown out of the league. And a new company, club, whatever you want, whatever you want to say. Excuse me, was formed. It's same shite, different flies, to the layman. But <laughs> it is. But I mean, for that, the banter years and so, it's not bad, isn't it? Can I just can I just ask, no, Like, sorry, or...
1: But Aye. Franny, come on! You cannot sit in the fence and that, buddy. You have to <laughs> come on, man. They
0: are dead. They died, man. Franny knows
2: that. I am not saying otherwise, mate. I am not saying otherwise. I mean, Sorry. I'm like, I'm far from romantic, but I definitely celebrated that Valentine's Day. That was, oh yes, that was great that day. That was Aye. that was nice, and I think if there was like sort of a moment, is it this was going to happen and stuff, and. Uh, because obviously when he bought the club and stuff, that's when all the media start digging up their stuff. going, he's he's actually no got money, he's not got this, and then so obviously, I, but you don't know how much it to believe. In it. And then suddenly it's like, I they're in the administration. It was like, ah, oh, absolutely brilliant. And then like say later on that year, they they get liquidated and stuff. But obviously, we're talking about the ten point deduction is obviously the automatic uh, punishment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the automatic punishment for obviously going into administration and stuff, which then effectively the hands hands as a tell But what I liked about Celtic, obviously, we'll get it. we did keep up performances and stuff, and yeah, uh, so it was not like the came off the gas. We kept them going because I think I think Lennon probably said to him and some guys within the team, like uh, Stokes and stuff, that we'll obviously know know what the club's about, so to speak, and just say say, look, like, we need to make this, do this by our own accord, let's just pretend that 10 points no not there, let's win this on it, let's win this by ourselves, but I like, like you say once the banter years from 2012 on, they banter years like, I was actually listening to uh, the Boise bus at Thursday Night Forum uh, yesterday and it turns out one of their first purchases when they were in the third division was a 300 grand bus <laughs> and it, it went on fire <laughs> I can actually remember when they said it it went on fire after one game and what sorry what was that really they bought a team bus which fair enough like any big I club yeah. I reckon should take a team bus and it went on fire after the first game or something but it cost them about 350 grand
3: <laughs> you know, yeah,
2: there's still, <laughs> the
1: still all the face
2: things. <laughs> you get three yeah, yeah. you whoa! you're either the same couple you no Stephen you can't be paying the face painter oh, no, no, no. you can't be, you you be, be due some of the money if you're not the same folk no.
1: well, that's before they got they got that off of over £90 million of dad and see, see as well Ross if I ask you a question and ask both of you to be fair I find this interesting if You reverse that right, and it, it was us that fell into financial despair in 2012, Valentine's Day. Do you <laughs> think we would have been treated the same? Because I really don't. I think we would have been popped out to the London League, like Gratna. There wouldn't have been yeah. no five way agreement, or people saying, I bring them, That them start at the bottom, work the way up. And I know, I'm not sure. I know I'm looking at that from a point of view of bias and the, the green tinted glasses, but from what you see from the 40s in, in Scotland, nah, I couldn't say it. I don't know. I'm not sure it's tough to say.
0: But what I will say is I didn't feel any sympathy for them whatsoever. I didn't feel any like I didn't feel any guilt and gloating at them because when we were going through our like financial despair, but we didn't die, we didn't get liquidated, we got saved by a fan, first and foremost, Fergus McCann. He saved us. But not one of them cared, not one of them They gloated They they won league mm-hmm. title after league title They laughed in their faces All the while In the background, later on They were tax dodging Doing EBT's To, to try and emulate What we did in the 60's and win the Big Cup And they died yep. doing it And I don't feel bad about it one bit
2: Remember Bonner Brown Up at the front gates in that as well
0: Why? <sighs> I mean there was so many. The big curse must stay open. Uh, upsetting uh, <laughs> it goes on. It's it's, <laughs> it's Wait, I, Another one we could do a full up, podcast on
2: upsetting.
0: upsetting. Upsetting. That that pops up. Martin Flynn, I don't know if he oh, watches wow. this, but he, he, he puts it up on Facebook. Every time Rangers drop points, he just puts the a week of the 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 guy I that said that. it a picture of the guy That's and fun. then Upsetting, and it's it's probably do, man. <laughs> do you think there's?
1: A, do you think there's an argument? I mean, me and my grandma spoke about this before, of like the, their league titles being either asterisked or took off them, not necessarily give to us because that's a whole different argument. But do you think what they've done throughout them years should warrant that them trophy hall and just to be stripped away from their Well,
0: their history that they've managed to continue on. Aye, um, I would say aye, aye, uh, it should be um, because like they won them. It wasn't a level playing field. They won them... by doing illegal trans- transactions, bringing in yep. top players. Your Arthur Newton... What even... even Van Bronckhorst, Van their manager. Do you know what I mean? Close. They, they, aye. Oh. It, it wasn't a level playing field. And for me, aye. They they, they should be... Have an asterisk at them. But uh, the, the, the thing... One of the things that always used to mute They don't do it now, but... Um, when they were in, like, coming up the leagues, whoever the manager was after games would get interviewed. <laughs> and he used to stand in front of the dead club's honours behind him and do the interview. And I'm like, what the fuck, man? Like, try to push the message. Oh, it was, it was just every pushed push straight one.
2: away. It was pushed straight away.
0: Aye. Just incredible. standing there in front of the dead club's honours, and I'm like,
2: Kiddy, fuck, man? <laughs> but people, people laugh it up. The
0: exactly, media, what's Exactly.
2: They call them. They call yeah. the team. Not just in Britain, the most successful yeah. team in the world. Yeah, the world. Exactly. Real Madrid with fourteen Champions Leagues. I think we
1: are
2: in argument there. Well, there's a club. O-
1: Saturday, I, don't the
0: started,
1: I don't know if you started the club over here, Linfield. They they try to be the most successful team with trophies. I think they've won fucking hundreds, but they're in the Irish league and it's pish I just, I, I just think it's, I just think it's like it's, it's madness and Ross and I'm, 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 buzzing that you brought it up. Like the way you got <laughs> that, there, that's incredible. But I, I mean, if someone offered me a Valentine's of dinner and all that romantic stuff, or Rangers down, i fucking choosing Rangers down every, every day, every day, every day, and a Sunday. Man, see if that happens again. Um, I know there was rumors about their, their new accounts and stuff and all that type of thing, but. I don't know, John knows more about that than me. He thinks there's still issues there, but it seems like they're posted profit, which is fair enough. But if they go down that road again, you know that the big tax man's behind them with the, the shovel ready to dig. What you're
2: saying we might see yeah. Cassini in a bush again?
1: Oh, I'm sure we'll see if I'm course <laughs> in a, a chokehold or something. I don't
0: know, but madness, mate. Yeah, uh, listen, the banter years are starting again, whether they die or no. Uh, we are five
2: the ahead. I'm, sur- I can imagine I'm surprised I've sacked act- him. Imagine if they came I, no that's what's as if they came out of this Australian tour and we beat them and he got sacked on the back of a, a friendly defeat.
0: Oh, oh aye if they went to the Australia one oh, That's, actually, that's a good point. That's <laughs> probably why they didn't do it, probably. You <laughs> see seen 100 February and shit themselves. That's a belter All right, by <laughs> the way. But see after this um, break, if we go back, if we go back. And we beat them at IBROX. If I think we've got two or three games before that. Mm-hmm. But if we go if, if both is <laughs> both teams won other games, and we go to IBROX and win, and we won quite comfortably. And then they have they, they have to sack them then, right? But at that point we're 13 points clear. And you're like, eh, no but th- we're nine now, we're 12 points nine, clear, yeah. sorry. <laughs> eh, and then they've 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 no used this window where they could have had a, uh, a bed-in period, a five-week sort of window to get somebody in, of they've no use it. There, that
1: There's a major difference map. here. There's a major
0: difference here, Ross, right?
1: There's a picture someone put on Twitter of sadly going to this yeah. camp on Australia. But whether or not you agree with it or not, right, but you have a picture of us training and a picture of we all sitting on a, a Sun Aye. Do you know what I mean? There's
0: levels, levels in the game. Levels. Levels, good. Aye.
2: It's just, it's just how it looks, Because eh? like I think I think the Celtic players are having like a wee week or week and a half's holiday after this. Yeah. to die How it, it's just how it looks. We're nine. Well, we uh, nine points ahead and they're away. Sun. We yeah. we've been there before with
1: the Dubai trip, so
0: we, we kind of know how that feels. But, <laughs> Aye, but we weren't sunning ourselves. We went to go and, and do training, training and that. But yeah. anyway, we could talk about talk about that one night. But I know I'm forty eight minutes in. We'll move on... Stop saying Scottish the Cup. time! I, I know, I know. <laughs> it's fine, but I'm just... I'm aware of it. But, um, <clears throat> we'll move on to our Scottish Cup campaign. Again, we start we start off with a 3-0 win in uh, Peterhead. Then, a 2-0 victory at Inverness. 4-0 at Tanadice. And it ended abruptly again at Hamden in the semi-final. Uh, I think we get out of... G- or... We think we get out of jail for any, eh, with an 87th minute equaliser. I don't know if you've maybe googled the 2-1 the victory in 1988 here, but I'll, I'll run with it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> eh, so, I we think we've got out of jail with an 87th minute equaliser for Gary Hooper, only to concede a penalty in the last minute that Craig Beatty scored. We were at it. You uh-huh. must surely remember it.
2: I do remember I, I do remember it was aye. obviously it was, the League Cup was trying to jog my memory and I've obviously just put the date in it was, it was obviously the League Cup was in that year
0: aye no but, noticed, but l- listen for, see for, that see for. that goal that penalty but whatever you say right Gary Hooper's goal was offside right mm-hmm. the, the penalty Hearts got probably was not a penalty so it, probably, it could well have, might well have ended up 1-0 anyway I so I, I've not got a major gripe about that my biggest gripe of that whole game is I don't care what Craig Beatty did or didn't do in a Celtic jersey. I will never, ever forgive him for that celebration. Oh, oh in front no. of the hearts fans, he done that and he's took like, the tap he... off and that I was like, get
2: you the fuck. He absolutely
0: enjoyed that. Absolutely beeling. <laughs> aye. But uh, I mean, never forgive him for that. What about yourself?
2: I was totally to I mean, I think I was like, Are we <laughs> winning with because I was like, I thought <laughs> Watched June, I was like, "Aye, that's actually annoyed me. That's it." I think I was more annoyed at the result and and stuff. And then I can just remember how annoyed you were about that celebration. I was like, "Aye, I actually hate." I think for that moment, I hate <laughs> Craig Beatty as well. Then I get really totally dawned in me that it was him and and stuff. But I think it's like Craig Beattie is just another sort of ex Celtic player that just seems to like obviously not have that game. Like, but since he left, seems to. <laughs> a, that mouth was in the press, like he's like, never really got any good to se- good to see as about as in the press and stuff. Did hear so, aye, you sneeze. I mean, I thought I'd it
1: myself. Sorry, for no, that. What <laughs>
2: like, you what you yeah, said? So, I thought you were going home, around your whole life thinking you sneezed with any noise there, man. And <laughs> you just got surprised. <laughs> <laughs> the
0: silent sneezer.
2: This <laughs> just been a big revelation that Stephen's been doing do- makes a noise. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh <my laughs> I I could just
2: like I Craig beating that parsley patchy hairy chest and that like it was it was a bit like the Ryan Giggs one when it? it was just like he it and it was just like you say he's just running like us but I he's a prick mate
0: he's a prick I was fucking appealing. I was really that, and that's what I was saying I don't think like I couldn't remember. Yeah, a game that I'd left, left a Celtic game feeling more raging. And then up-stepped Craig <laughs> <laughs> two Twice I left Hamden Park that season. Absolutely fizzing. Bombing up the steps. One was a final, one was a semi-final. Once again, the hoodoo But I mean, Stephen, we leave Hamden Did dejected you. again. What What was that? <laughs> you uh, you're you're supposed to blow your you nose get... before the rolled up
1: bank Oh my club.
0: god <laughs> We cannae go, canna go down that route again I've heard that before <laughs> <laughs> But eh, oh. aye we, we leave Hamden dejected again it's, We'll say that, that It became a pattern but, but there's happier days Just around the corner aye, Oh and I can speak about it <laughs> Oh if you want aye Sorry I was just <laughs> moving If you want do you want to
1: your way. I was actually I was I was gonna say like you made a good point about the hoodie and I keep to yep. my nose. I'm not on any anything by the way. it's just I have a runny nose. Right, that's <laughs> that's <laughs> the, the only issue here. <laughs> I think uh, I used to <laughs> I used to like great Billy. See through the around to Celtic and stuff, and he was trying to replace hearts, and obviously that doesn't work out, and he moves on, and he comes back, but that celebration, Ross, it was just madness. He, that was the best moment he'll ever have in his life. Like, he'll look back when he's 90, and that's what he'll tell people. Nice. He's just a sad, wee prick with no life. That's that's what he is. He's an absolute arsehole. I and mean, that's nice, nice deep for, bud. A, for, for a professional footballer, Whoa, his wow. body wasn't that great. Let's be fair. It must be about 20% body fat in that thing. Yeah. But he was just a wee. Bah! And then Scachel again comes up and scores. But yeah. As you aye. said, twice Hamden, twice the Jackdaw. I just wanted to get the wee piece aye. in there. Sorry,
0: Rob. no, sorry. I, I, I didn't mean to miss you out there. I just thought you hadn't recovered for your sneeze. <laughs> well, but, according <laughs> to Dolly Boy, I've got something rolled up in the corner here. For <laughs> <probably>. <laughs> It'll be the wife. <laughs> I read my magazine. <laughs> <laughs> nah, eh but I. Happier days are just round the corner, nine trophy laden years to be precise. But um, that that semi semi defeat was tough to take. But um, I mean, moving on off the back of that, well, I well I'm sure it was off the back of that. I might be wrong, but uh, <laughs> I've supposed to have done my homework. But uh, <laughs> off the back, we'll, Same. We'll, we'll, Same. we'll run way, we'll run way off the back of that. We need two more wins to secure the league title. Following the aforementioned three defeat at Ibrox, uh, a two, we have a 2 victory at home against St Johnson, which sets us up perfectly for a trip to Rugby Park. Uh, Stephen, you obviously know the game I'm talking about. Uh, just talk me through your emotions, sort of pre match on that, the, the day when we go to Rugby Park making we can clinch the title. Just your emotions. Uh, and your sort of your anticipation of uh, a uh, uh, possible first league title in four years well i tell you one thing Ross I woke up feeling like a champion and I went
1: to bed feeling like a champion <laughs> the Celtic <South laughs> Football Club were champions and the fact they went to Rogue Big Park on 6-0 boom 100% unbelievable and just the rattle through the goal scores again Mulgrey loved playing against them Leuven's who, by the way, Lubens I really liked as a second half. <laughs> Don't know about you guys, but I thought he was quite good. Did Gary you? Hooper, absolutely nice. I think 80 all goals and 100 all appearances. Joe Ledley again, the Welsh guy for us. Unbelievable. Lumberjack, as people keep calling him. Yeah, but yeah, going to this venue and kind of... Pardon me. Wrap it, me. Wrapping up the league title where we nearly give it away. There's no, there's no better feeling you're a tramp I don't know what you're laughing at but it's made me feel uncomfortable
0: because i have done a big <laughs> massive rift there and <laughs> didn't oh, think right. it was going to be out <laughs> and I was like wow that was so out man <laughs> but, that's, uh, that's, yeah. my, that's my South Indian garlic chilli chicken from free pod Oh, burp? burp I'm not an animal
1: oh but uh, remember you heard <laughs> mine the other week off air it was cracker but um, aye I did <laughs> but yeah going. It's like it's fitting you, you, the fan you weren't really to giving the title away we kind of recuperate, go on that run, and we win the league title at Rugby Park. Every stand was sold out to Celtic fans, and Mulgrew scored. One of his goals, he, he kind of chapped back on his right foot. It was a bit like Hacks oh,
3: His goal
1: against the previous one, he just fizzed it round in the bottom right-hand corner. Gary Hooper again, Bledis you and then Joe Ledley round the off. And can I just say, we haven't really spoken about him that much. I really like Charlie Mulgrew as a player. I really like him. Brilliant. The fact that he could he could fill in his left back, he could be a left centre half, he could play in centre midfield. Half, yeah, he, he played could, a he was, lot
0: of that season at centre
1: half. Yeah. He was excellent. His ball distribution was great. His pace was great. His free kicks were great. He scored some final goals, by the way, for us. Like the rugby part one he scored the last one.
0: Obviously, to do the free each draw when we were losing 3-0. He didn't but score the last he gets, one, but he, it's fine. I know. He, did he not? Did he not <laughs> yeah, score no, the eighth no, minute. No, the, no, he no, he scored no. the Otmer. And he scored the third. I'm literally reading it. Stokes got two and
1: Mulgrew got the last one. I'm all about the free-heats game. I'm all about the free-heats game. Oh, sorry. I thought you were
0: talking about the... The the the, 6-0 game. Aye. Because that's what I'm talking about.
1: Where's the research? Where's
2: the research? You're talking about the game we won the league. And...
1: Yeah, and, and I, I, was it, going back I was going back to the fact that Mulgrew made contributions in both games. I mean, remember really, used to man. watch the games with one of his best mates, Charlie, who's now passed away, but he used to always say that uh, we always used to have a laugh. He used to say Mulgrew was an amateur league player. He, he didn't read him at all. And I remember sitting on the settee with him before, and they used to argue the bit out all the time. McGrand is like he's a cracking player and Charlie like, he's amateur League. He's not good enough for Celtic but <laughs> I had this I have the side of McGrand in this one. I thought he was he was excellent and obviously when we fast forward into that European campaign as well in the Champions League in the years to come, he was fed on that that, that versatile role. And I, I thought he was just he was really good. And it's good to see him get a coaching job with Dundee United too, like a coach of the player, so he'd be he'd be used in that front. I, I really rid of him. I loved him. We, we won the league at Rugby
0: Park, shove it right up them. We're champions again. Right. and by the way you talked about the game really well uh, and I'm awfully glad you spoke about Charlie Mulgrew there because I was going to ask you about him later on in the podcast but you can ask me again I'll do that's the that whole thing again <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> that done you fucked it <laughs> nah but um, aye No, listen it's cool just didn't talk about that later <laughs> but um, Franny three stands packed huddles all game party fairly doors Easter Saturday, League One with five games to spare, no bad for a team that were ruled out. Either running, mid-October. Describe your feelings on the match and your relation throughout it. Just the the, the whole day, we obviously went to it in the bus mm-hmm. up to uh, Kilmarnock. Just just mm-hmm. talk about the, the the whole day in general because I can't imagine much. It to be perfectly honest. I, I, <laughs> I can't remember much
2: about the game. Like I do like Stephen said, we, I went to bed a champion, I never woke up the next day feeling like a champion. I was in it. No, no. Like I, was rather, rather rough that that day after that. But I just getting up like you see, we went to a lot of games that season, and to be at the game that we actually officially cleansed the title and stuff up early the doors. Cause I think it, I think it was an early kick off. I remember saying because I think uh, it was a, it a,
0: bit a bit. two o'clock. It's two
2: o'clock. But uh, the time you got up to come on it. Aye, uh, I even didn't come on it, but. What mm-hmm. Mm. Want, Russ, eh? mm-hmm. um, <laughs> um, <laughs> obviously, we We had to get a bus about, I think it was about nine o'clock or something. It's, it was just everybody just drinking on the bus on the way down, walking about no really got a, just falling a crowd. And we're like, I don't even know if we're heading the right way here. And then obviously, in the stadium, just absolutely bouncing. Like, I think we were up three, four, nil after 35 minutes or something. So the game, I mean, the game was effectively done after. The, the third goal, he just knew there was no way spawning were spoiling the day and stuff, and then aye, 4-0 at half-time, then I think it was Joel Edler got one the fifth, and Gary Hooper scored an absolute screamer, and I think incidentally that mm-hmm. was his, his first goal he scored for Celtic for outside the box aye. Mabby. Mabby. I think you well,
0: that's a great up, by the way, I think you're right And
2: But I he just rounded off what was an absolutely fantastic day, but the whole like I can just remember that stand just absolutely shaking the whole game, and obviously just on the bus and the way back up, everybody just absolutely buzzing, singing songs and back at the pub, and that was it all night. It was just uh, it was part party time. Like you say, I was I was one of the the ones that the that sort of the previous fixture against Comanica at, at Rugby Park I had pretty much wrote off the season then, so to actually be there and to be which is. Became a common theme. Be proved wrong when it comes to Celtic. Okay. Um, I uh, it was absolutely amazing. Obviously, me, you, the, me, you, and my sister there. It was, I think, well, we, you be we, you, your season because obviously me and my sister managed to get season tickets afford that we Gordon Straker. We'd seen a couple of uh, league titles but then obviously we, we, yourself, first proper one as a season ticket holder. We, we yourself, it was, uh, it was just amazing, man, absolutely amazing. Then obviously. We'll touch on it. Then we go on to actually win it by more than ten points. Is, is brilliant.
0: Aye, that that was that that day for me was absolutely superb. Like you say, that was I, I you look a team that little in Look up. We bet. He by the way he spoke seven languages. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great start. By the way, <laughs> best ever half we have for years. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. That. I I'd seen Celtic winning, obviously league titles before, but as a scene title holder, that was my first one. It was so special, and that day, the ground. I mean, we're talking the three full stands packed to the rafters. Mm-hmm. We score early doors. It was bouncing anyway because you're going there feeling you're going to win the game. But when uh, a opens the scoring, it's it's just a total carnival party atmosphere from start to finish, and it's at Disney Disney Relent to the next day, and it's I don't care what anybody says, I like going out and partying, but going out and having a party, a Celtic title party, they're the best parties, they're the best parties of all, they are. But we've got sore heads after that. We've had a great day. The, the title's wrapped up. It's our first one in four years. And we have a couple more games. And then we play Rangers at Parkhead, a full stadium. And it is a salt in the winds, a comfortable 3 0 victory at home. A Rangers are in disarray. An early Mulgrew header sets us on our way, Stephen. Q gloat time. Uh, it's it's 0 to the champions. Where where were you uh, this time and talk to us through this goal? <laughs> You're right. <laughs> <laughs> that's a cracker. No, I mean, Is that a key? I mean, what is that? A, a it's his uh, oh, it's your phone. I thought key, not, ring? A key ring. Key mm-hmm. I didn't. I only seen it right up at the screen. I didn't see you bringing it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, aye, I think... but, aye, go for it. I don't even know if you'd heard me. This isn't
1: the infamous one. There's loads of red cards, is
0: there? I don't think
2: there is. No, but, no. Um, that, that was the 3-2 no. game at Ibrox. Well, there was but, three red cards at that game.
0: Yeah, no, there was I one mean, at Parkhead. There was a lot of red cards in a Scottish uh, Cup game, I think. And that two, was the one McCoy's no. and Lennon fell at in the at mm. the end. You're right, me but No, this was 3-0. McGrew, he, he scores the header early on. Corner comes in and he goes in. Yeah, uh, he, come, he makes a run for deep outside the box and does like the diving header and it bounces uh, so I was going to it's get it, you to talk us through that but I've just done it but uh, just it's, but it's, about it kind anyway. of sums
1: up the importance of Mulgrew like we kind of touched upon previously Aye. he comes up with these final goals and big games at that point Rangers were done they were playing youngsters and people like that and things were going well obviously and everything was in disarray. <clears> they were dying they were on life support and no was no one was coming to resuscitate them. But uh yeah, the, the whole thing, the occasion, Mulgrew scoring, it's for me it's an emotional side because again, I allude to it like it's a family thing for me. It's I sit with my granddaugh every match. And for years and years we've talked Celtic football club, and that's what we love. And when we get wins like that, it's adulation, it's joy, it's it's a it's amazing. There's no better feeling. Than beating their rivals, do you know what I mean? And, and beating them into the ground when they're already dead, smashing them up when they're on death's door. It gets it doesn't get any better than that. And I didn't feel no sympathy. I didn't feel no anything for them. We were there. We killed them. We killed it off. We made them look like we boys like they are always, and it was just incredible. Mulgrew again. Chris Commons, by the way, get the second goal. This another incredible player for us. And it's just it's just relief. It's it's joy. And it's just enjoying it. I mean, Grandad brought me into supporting Celtic and I'll I'll forever be a Celtic fan because of him. And it's just it's just incredible. I, I love Selby Football Club and, and moments like that, it kind of goes back to the whole February game when Hatate scored twice against him. Gives you them feelings you can never replace, you can never ever replicate it. And it's just incredible. And watching them suffer, watching them go down into the ground, incredible. <laughs> i got
0: me I some love this your, beer 52, sir. Okay, uh, eh? it's either a beer 52 or just paint. No, it's hate. me, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> it's I, see,
1: see the fact that we went to that game, we, sm- we could have smashed them six or seven, let's be honest. But we took them to school, we destroyed well,
0: them. We, hammer- we, we absolutely hammered them that day. That, yeah, when we won. A last season three 0 at Parkhead. That the, the game that we're talking about now is the game I immediately thought of when we done that yeah. that night. It was it was one of the ones we just it was three 0 same result. Took them apart. We just we sheer power, pressure, pace, and skill, and. I, I, I mean, touching on the second goal, Franny, um, I mean, it's Gary Hooper and Chris Commons two, my favourite players in that team. Hooper, obviously, he picks it up wide and he chop like he chops it's dead it's quick back, back in his home. cell and he plays it in quick to Commons. Uh, Bartley sells his cell and Commons is in and he just thinks the keeper. It's a tremendous goal. Uh and actually, that was Chris Commons' first goal I of the, the season. Uh, he, he, he thoroughly enjoyed it. And then we move on to the the third goal. Uh, it's I don't you probably can mind it. Just mm-hmm. sort of talk for me. it it shade say Ange Ball now the way we won it aye, back and aye. we scored mm-hmm. the goal. But just sort of talk us through it for uh was well,
2: just to kind of go to start like, like there's nothing better than obviously playing Rangers when you've already, you're already league champions you're at your home ground and stuff, it, it maybe takes a wee bit of pressure, certainly off the fans because they can enjoy the game obviously you did not enjoy it if you get beat but the atmosphere is a lot better and things like that and <coughs> I think obviously as well with that game, if memory serves me, if we beat Rangers, that meant we went more than, if you take the 10 points off us, we went we would have still won the league so that, that I... game still had significance in that sense that obviously it, it if you wanted to take the ten points back, we would have still won the league. So you're
0: bang on. Aye. I forgot about that.
2: Um, it, it sort of it did have a meaning to it, and then like you say, Mulgrew scores early, settles settles the players' nerves because I on memory at, at the game, I don't don't remember any anxiety, any nervousness in the stadium at all. And then obviously, Commons go, but I that that forgo. Th- was it Kyle that won it high up the park? I can't remember who won it, but the, won it the so... third goal it
0: was ah. um, it was. So it was. Commons won and it, it. Also gave and it, to, it broke Samaras, to Samaras. Samaras uh,
2: and then he played it to Hooper, hopper who takes one touch and absolutely just smashes even,
0: it. Uh, he doesn't even it doesn't even take a touch, mate. He lets it come it's across his body. Oh, right. I thought he, did take and a he just touch uh, and just
2: oh, uh, ah, just absolutely smashes it and, like absolute top bins, man. It's it's some it, it's almost. Like he's just hot, like just try to hit the ball as hard as he can. Uh, and like, he's just scored an absolute worldy goal. That's a like schema. It, it was a weird one. It, like I say, it's almost like he just thought, okay, well, I'm just going to try and hit this. I've, I don't believe that I can do anything else but hit this ball hard. And But like mm-hmm. Gary Hooper was so much more than that. But I it was, I can just remember, it was like, like you say, Commons won it high at the park. Samaras gets it and he plays it into... I'll oh, see you later, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> and he uh, <it> gets <laughs> even, a, even a mute, if you're muted, you're muted. Now.
1: can you hear me? I can hear you now. Can you see me now? <laughs> I can see you <laughs> now. Just a look,
2: <laughs> absolutely just smashes that in. Man, that was starting to say that's it, like, it's free now. If it wasn't the part of the atmosphere before that, it was definitely after that. And like I say, it just put the it put that 10, 10 point deduction uh, to bed. To bed, That meant, meant we were essentially one point, I think, or whatever it was. We were take ten points back, we still had won the league.
0: Aye, aye. Listen, it, it was it, like you say. <laughs> I actually forgot. <laughs> I actually forgot. Uh, Franny. Just I don't know if you were there, Stephen, or no. Franny had said. That game, that victory had sorta of put the, the ten point You say it Franny because I'm fucking up. See well
2: see how <laughs> the Rangers got the ten point deduction we got into administration. Yeah. That essentially put us beyond that. So if you gave them the ten right. points back, we were still winning the league.
0: There we go. That's all right difficult. <laughs> You don't like excuses.
2: We've done it the right way. Ah, that's it. Takes it takes
0: that out of the picture. But listen, that was it. We'd won the league. We came up short in the two cups, much to my fucking dismay. But um, <laughs> we we got our first league title in four years. Uh, nobody gave us a chance, sort of October time. But just to round up, uh, finally, our individual awards for that season. So we had mm-hmm. um, our top goal scorer was none other than who else. Gary Hooper, 29 goals in all competitions. Their player of the year, Stephen, Charlie Mulgrew. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and our young player oh, okay. of the year, who is now Jim a legend, Forrest. James Forrest. Yep. Uh, I'll just come to you both, uh, one each. Uh, I'll come to you first, uh, Franny. And I'll, I was going to get you actually talk about um, Gary Hooper, but I'll get you to talk about Charlie Mulgrew now. Just his his time at Celtic and what you thought of him as a player overall.
2: I think I sort of appreciated Mulgrew more when he left. It was one of them. Like, no denying, he was a good player. He had like one one trophies and all that, and was was key in a lot of. For, were underlining, but I think I appreciated more more grew once he left. I did not think I, it was one of the ones where I was never really a massive fan. But I think it was down to the didn't he have a fancy name. I think I was mm. it was one of the ones. You're, aye,
0: a bit, you're a bit, like that. <laughs> aye,
2: hundred percent like that. It's it's not the fancy name, so it was like I was just look at Taylor. I was getting everybody with the fancy name a chance before Taylor. <laughs> It's just, it's one of them. <laughs> I'm, I'm that guy. I'm your football manager guy. I buy guys with fancy names. Cooler and if you've got a fancy name, I'm playing him first.
0: Mem- mem- by the way, sorry to cut in, just when Stephen's saying, remember when BBC done the, it was before we were playing the UEFA Cup final and it was like the advert for the game coming up and it was showing you like the tops and they had like Lamberto. Len- Lenino and all that and it was like because they were like European style because of the European final I always remember it but I uh, carry on for
2: I. so I well grew was just one of them that <clears> I, <throat> I say I, I appreciate it more once he left and you realise this guy was actually a really good player I, I mean he's still kind of doing it the now and stuff when I mean, you just just uh, but 36 37 and that he must be a fair age now so aye, he's top top player and good looking as well Aye, and, like and he's I got some
1: Gary Gary Hooper's actually playing for Neil Allen's old Cyprus team. He scored aye. two goals earlier
0: week. Aye, yes, aye. Um, but aye, he's got some decent banter as well, Franny. Um, ah, but I I I I agree. He was he was about bit uh he was a utility player at the time. Um mm-hmm. we've got far more utility players now. Um but <laughs>
2: Remember I didn't sign
0: utility players. I knew you were going to say that. Didn't <laughs>
1: what what, what's this?
0: What's this? I me. Remember, we had a, a thing we in the group chat and Franny had said hey, something about
2: what was it you'd said? I, it was something about, I don't think I used the word utility, but I think I said like, Anne's guys that can play in a few
3: multiple,
2: a f- positions. multiple positions. Essentially, aye. Aye. And, and, was I, like, and I was nah, like, nah, uh, nah, he's just bringing in guys that are. I I, I, I said he's thing not going to bring
0: player. guys in that, he's not just going to sign somebody because uh, he can play in a couple of positions he's got no, to sign I, a player that, for can, that can be good in one position and, and then and the was he I said I said Andrew's going oh, i just only got to sign him he can play like 95 <laughs> positions I was like <laughs> Homer <hold laughs> into the hedge <laughs> <laughs> but eh, anyway moving on Cause that's awkward, uh, Stephen. <laughs> just you talk about your thoughts on Gary Hooper and his time at, at Celtic.
2: By the way, soon
1: for you to, well, Long love to be talking about this, but oh, okay. I know you wouldn't. it but does, I mean, for Willie right now? <laughs> Gary Hooper <laughs> was, I mean, I always remember the whole. There were a chap with him. He was the scum for Andy Carroll was at Newcastle. Mm-hmm. Gary Hooper, I scored. Andy Carroll, but somehow. Andy Carroll left Newcastle for 30 million quid, nice. baffled, absolutely baffled. Always thought he was the better of the two strikers. Always thought Gary Hooper should get a chance for England. Never happened. <coughs> and obviously, Andy Carroll did get in the squad on multiple occasions. But coming away from that, he was a he was a born poacher, absolute animal in the six yard box. And remember that goal where he left that uh, Davy Weir for dead, literally outstripped him six yards nice. in front of him, pace wise and left him just I don't know trying to run back after but he was just the way he went about his time with something. and although people say left in a bad note obviously wanting to move on to new things and that I kind of try and put that away from my mind because I know what happens there you see money signs sometimes as a player and you want to go for that it doesn't work out and he's had a lot of issues now in his career in terms of going to Cyprus clubs to try and find game time and different places and I'm sure if he, he could change back the clock he wouldn't leave something. like that's the hypothetical instance of that but he was a, a goal scorer a poacher he could head the ball he could strike the ball with both feet every time he played you you were thinking he was gonna score and the fact that he, he wore eighty eight in the back of his shirt it was just something different something you mm-hmm. don't really see from footballers though one Yama wore um sixty seven and stuff like that. But Hooper for me was I mean Gary Melrose Pipper was phenomenal, a goal mm-hmm. score machine. Couldn't agree more with you, Gary. There, he was just if you put him in this team, the RKO <laughs> team, and if you put him in this team now with the chances we create, what mm-hmm. unbelievable! Mm-hmm. 30 goals plus easy. Aye, I, and I, I totally he, sco- Aye. he scored in Europe, it wasn't if he did it in the domestic competitions, but he scored everywhere. He scored in European football, domestic cups, league it, competition. Eh? Yeah, he was just for, for me, he was just the, the complete forward. He, he was. He could hold the ball in. He had a bit of pace about him. He could link up the play. Him and Stokes, I thought, were excellent together. Like mm-hmm. as a Stokes and Stokes, they all linked up sure, really well yeah. together. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Hooper was he was phenomenal and for goal scoring,
0: incredible. Right, I, I have to say, I watched um, the uh, the boys say boss. I don't know what the episode was called, but they were talking about it was Dembele and um, oh, Edward. Edward and I had actually commented and said that. Had Dembele been playing for this Celtic team in that European campaign, we wouldn't have finished fourth. No. And I think you could probably say that about Gary Hooper as well. Mm-hmm. And I also think when we're having the conversation Boom. about who's Hooper failing truck. But you need to I hundred percent agree, Kaiser. You're bang on. Brilliant, Kaiser. Brilliant. Um aye. But aye, I, when you're having the conversation Who's the best centre forward we've had since Henry Larson? You would have to say Dembele Bailey for me. But if people's having the debate and there's different opinions, Hooper's in the conversation. Aye, and that's yeah. that's that's the biggest compliment you can give him. Uh, but I I mean that sort of rounds rounds it off. Uh, we've won the league. Be that. Nah, hey, be well, that. no, there's one one last wee bit I just want to say. Everybody's aware of it, right? But um, he, he's aware of, everybody's aware of sorry, uh, his achievements as a manager and a player, but um, Neil Lennon for me, Franny, oh, he knows very well. <laughs> Neil Lennon as, as a player was my hero at Celtic. I thought what he'd done on the pitch, what he went through, was unbelievable. But I just want to touch on, everybody's aware of it, but I just want to highlight it again. Just just the, the honors that he won as a manager for Celtic and he's his two spells. He, he he won five league titles, four Scottish Cups, one League Cup, he got he got two Champions League group stages and one one of the one of them he got us to the last sixteen and he also got us out of a Europa League group with two games to spare. And won 13 points. And we all know it turns sour for various reasons. But his achievements, they, like I've said, they can't be forgotten. And I just want to say, I, I know he's not going to be watching. But thanks for everything, Neil. He's a hero of mine and a Celtic legend. I, I don't know if you just want to add to that, just to finish See, it
1: off. See, can I say something here, right? Neil Allen's a Borla Irishman. Right. So one thing that gets underestimated, while he was with Celtic during his first season as as a full manager, he got death threats again. Mm-hmm. The, the 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 lengths he went to the, the back our club <coughs> underestimated. He took his family through all this, even though he's getting bullets in the post, parcel bombs, everything. And in today's society in, in Ireland, we still face that same issue. There was a bomb attack last night. On the police over here, so it's still rife, everything's still going on. He came in to our club, he had to give up representing his national team of Northern Ireland because the UDA and various paramilitary organizations were threatening him and his family because he played for a certain club, which is Celtic. He stayed with us, and some people do value international football above club football, but he didn't. He stayed with a club he loved. And the fact that O'Neill took him under his wing, took him through them times, was incredible. He came back as a manager. He faced various obstacles from media, from death threats, from loss of form, from all that type of thing. And he's been under the the pressure all the time. 100%. And yes, it turns hard for various reasons. And it looked like he didn't want to leave when he should have left. But look, we can park that. Look at his, his thing for Celtic. He defended us against things. He spoke out. <coughs> he got banned for it. He got ridiculed for it. Do you know what I mean? So you have to take all these factors into account. People don't understand the level of paranoia or anxious thing that would go through his mind. Like He's waking up, lads, to bombs coming through his letterbox box because he represents a team. He's waking up to death See, he, he actually got told on the night he was meant to represent North Ireland's captain. Do not come on that pitch or we will shoot you. Right. That is mm-hmm. mad. Because and he it. represented the Football Club. And he stuck with us. If that was me, I'd, I'd probably be like, I'm away. I can't deal with this pressure. I can't right. deal with that. My family come first. But he stuck he stuck through. And by the way, his son's playing football. He, he was actually representing mm-hmm. the under-18s. Under and I hope it's changed. Oh, yeah. By the way, I really do hope it's changed and he can have a good career for himself. But th- th- you have to understand one thing here, fellas. This this sectarianism thing is rife. This anti-Aries thing is rife within football. Rife within Scottish football. He's had to deal with that throughout his whole career, whether right, as a footballer or a manager. It may become too much for him in the end that he had to take himself away from it, but he was a fantastic servant for Celtic Football Club. No other man, I don't think, would have stuck through bombs coming through their letterbox to their, their kids, to their wife. No other man would have stuck that. He'd done it for us, for the club he loved. He won his five league titles. He won his four league cups, was it? Scotty cups? One League AI, cup. four Scottish, one League Cup. Incredible. And whether or not he started his he releases previously, I don't really care about them now. I can look back because I was I angry I then the and, 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 mm-hmm. and, I, and I said things and I look back on that, maybe shouldn't have said it. But the guy was a lesson. he always be a legend for Saturday Football Club. And he's filled gaps, he's filled voids, he's took us to league titles, he's took us to beating Barcelona in their prime 2-1 on 18, 18% possession. Don't underestimate what this guy done for us. Don't underestimate this the stress he felt as a family man waking up to these things. Don't underestimate the hatred he gets. Don't underestimate the bias and he faces every day of his life for representing one club. And it's absolutely abhorrent and disgusting that it still lives within our society that because you represent a club who's green, who's doesn't matter, green or blue, it should be the same, should be the same level playing field for everybody. It's disgusting that he's faced that adversity for his career. But Neil, <laughs> for us guys, for us Celtic supporters, will always be a legend of that. Can't say no more. I love the fella. Absolutely but superb, was, Stephen.
2: That's
0: your finest hour. Your finest hour in the podcast. <laughs> Absolutely outstanding. <laughs> Franny, you get into add to that? I don't suppose so. <laughs> no Neil, Neil Lennon's a wanker.
2: Yeah, <laughs> 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 I mean, like you say, I think we, we all know about I mean all, this the stuff that happened to him and the benefit of hindsight with like that guy. Obviously when Rogers left, knew all the stuff he'd had previously with the, the abuse, the, the bullets for the post, the secretary and having to give up the his position in the national squad and stuff. But he never thought twice about taking that opportunity. Obviously on a temporary basis to start with, taking taking the job again for a second time. And I think every Celtic fan, you've got to be honest, you, you would you've got to trust that guy over. More than anybody, if he's willing to risk all that again just to take a temporary role for three, four months, I, I, I think I think I can trust the guy. And you've got to kind of give the guy a lot of credit for that because it, it can be easy to take all that carry on and stuff. Yeah, with the benefit of hindsight, probably should have stayed on after it. Probably should have been a temporary way and a happy partner the ways. But then obviously, he did stay on, he still won a, a treble after that. And then obviously, we had the the carry on for the COVID season and stuff. But I think similar to Roger, the fullness of time, I think who anybody that still holds maybe any grudges or whatever to to Lennon is I think the fullness of time will they'll look back on it and go, look, this guy actually he fought a corner at the end of the day, I, if he he maybe didn't articulate himself the best at times, but his heart was in the right place. His head wasn't what he was trying to do was was the right thing each time for Celtic. It just maybe maybe never came across right. And it's just I don't know if you can why would you still hold any grudges against him? Yes, I maybe he was a proud man, he probably did overstay his welcome in that season when he probably should have left earlier, but it wasn't the sole reason hangs went tits up that season and it's just like <sighs> People hold grudges to affect other folk, and it kind of affects yourself. So it's if you're still holding a grudge against Lennon, and it's, it's you're holding a grudge against the right person, really. It's, it was great for a club, and I the season happens, we kind of take it back. I think the fullness of time will be like, like folk that are in that position that maybe hold a wee grudge against them will be like, I no, nah, it was it was good for us, it was good for us. But you can't
1: ignore that. Nah. Another thing. Neil Lennon loved representing Northern Ireland.
3: Uh, uh, it came that, day man. ahead.
1: It mm-hmm. came day ahead when he joined from Leicester City the savvy Football Club, mm-hmm. and the people, whoever it may be, was he not actually captain? Uh, yeah, he was captain. Threatened to shoot him on the pitch. Right, mm-hmm. that is mad, and it irks me sometimes. Yeah. That, like, for example, she's maybe get it off her chest ah. sometimes, Stephen.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna get off the chest because it hurts oh, me sometimes that people in the media, people who hold have 40 football pretend to know what that feels like. No one knows unless you're from this country how much adversity you face as a certain individual. He's stuck with Celtic after being threatened to be shot. He's stuck with Celtic partial bombs through his letterbox, bullets through his post, death threats on a monthly occasion. And the end of the season, we all know it went fucking shit, right? And we all said in this podcast, we wanted him out. 100% we said You can go back and listen to what we said. But it wasn't after it personal, you, you, though it was fun. Yeah, uh, yeah. After you finish that and you park that on to one side, you cannot underestimate how much this individual loves Sunday Football Club. And I hope he knows it, 100%. because I don't like to see him in the press, and I don't like to see these videos of him drinking, and being held back and all that stuff because that's not Lanny that we know we know Lanny is the guy who fights what he believes in and that's what he should always say and I hope he gets back to that and I hope he knows he's still valued and respected by us at Celtic and our support fan base even though there's a minority that would still boom or tell him not to come to the club which is totally fucking pathetic in my opinion the <laughs> no. guy's an absolute legend and he will forever be a legend I'm you happy tell they, me as an individual Celtic supporter I don't remember
0: what he does as a player yeah
1: you tell me as an individual supporter, are you sitting on your seat or are you sitting in your house that you would stick a death threat, you would stick a bomb or bullets coming through your post? No, you wouldn't. You'd run the hell out of there. So stop talking
0: shit. Support <laughs> the man. He's welcome back at Celtic. He's an absolute legend. Listen, I think that's a perfect way to finish the podcast. Uh, I don't know, Stephen, do you want to do any promotions for future episodes or anything like that? We well, off. I mean, to be what well, a calm down. I need to
1: relax. I mean, to be <laughs> fair, um, well, I think all the viewers know that we're kind of going on a rewind series now because of this World Cup break. Ross, you said at the start, I will be doing a podcast. We will be doing a podcast kind of focusing on the Everton and Sydney games. That's why we didn't touch upon it tonight. We know we played and mm-hmm. we got beat and stuff like that, but we'll touch upon that. And then, uh, future. We've got the worst 11, the best 11, and free Brendan, all different stuff to look forward to. William hosting, Anthony hosting, and all those contributing. So be good, Craig. And as I said, I don't know if it's Beer 52 make me all this hyped up, but yeah, get on to some (laughs) Craig and beers. Beer 52, former sad cells, get your free case of beer on us.
0: Hail, hail. All right. Well, listen, that's the end of the pod. If he's enjoyed it, Oh, mate. loved it.
2: Oh, I love Stevens we rant there at the end. It was brilliant. See
0: yeah, before It we was go... absolutely brilliant. I was like... Oh, yes. Yes, sorry. All right. Well, All right everybody, you know,
1: Taser is doing a sleep out uh, for, uh, oh, uh, I... in honour of the, the Foundation of Salmi Football Club. I will post a link on my Twitter and the Cells Twitter so you can donate to that cause. It's fantastic. It helps people in need. I know children needs on tonight and stuff like that. So, again... Contribute to these fantastic causes. K- Kaiser is doing an unbelievable supporter of the podcast. He's doing the big sleep out with Celtic. Get involved with that. We'll post a link on all our social media p- pages. Get involved. Donate whenever you can. I know times are tough. I'm feeling it myself. But whatever you can spare, it goes to a great cause. And Kaiser, absolute legend for doing it.
0: Right. You know, it's outstanding for Kaiser. Uh, totally echo everything Stephen said. But, That brings us to the end of the podcast. We've won a league title. We'll be back eh, on Monday and there's nothing else for me to say except for Champions again. Champions again. Champions again.